0: We should be there you go. That yeah. wouldn't be an yeah, i no no. Complete failure. I, I, <laughs> it's like, I think MTI walked away for four seconds and it's like, somebody was at the door. he walked around the corner to talk to the kid. Two seconds in the tin, and booyah, the feed comes. Yep.
1: <laughs> I was shocked and dismayed, quite honestly. Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you know. We're not known for our incredible technical skills around here, but we are going to get, we, aren't, we are slowly. We're slowly getting to here. Slowly. Yep. I think. Every day it's one new, one step closer. We don't minute. sound like robots anymore, so that's good. That's already a whole improvement in my ear. All right. Um, so we're talking about NOCO, and I will be doing a panel there tomorrow about global, pers- my, I'm on the global perspective oh panel. So, so basically open-ended <laughs> conversation about whatever the fuck I want to say. I love
1: when I get to say whatever the fuck I want to say. I love
0: say. panels because panels are like the least, uh, stress. You know, you, you know it's like if anything goes wrong you just all look at each other like, hey, it's not my problem, right? Something went wrong. But when it's
1: you, it's like you have no one to look at. It's like what the projection's not ah something's, uh, uh, something's See I, I learned by, by doing a uh, I did an affair for a, a certain local person asked an affair? No no no, actually I've never done that. I try, but you know, it never fucking works so, hey, out. Know, anybody out there? Uh no, preferably not married dudes. There's <laughs> sure, surely enough fucking dudes who cannot find a chick that I don't want somebody's fucking husband. Um anyway, my, my digression is that I was asked to uh, do a presentation at the uh, large cannabis event. And it was kind of a gotcha where they told the other two presenters they were gonna have get rid a, of this guy. A uh, you know a PowerPoint and all of that and they just told me to show up and I was going to be on a panel and then I showed up and I was like they were like surprise you're going to give a half hour presentation oh I love when they do that and I just gave a half hour presentation half off the top of nothing. my head I could do that and I actually ended up being the best of the three people who gave a presentation uh, because the, way it the technology failed the other two people exactly and I just stood up and I knew my shit and I said what I had in my head
0: that's pretty much how I do it and every time I've done a thing I don't even think smart enough to like hey maybe I should bring like just a USB stick with my logo on it to throw behind me or something which would be smart
1: that would be really really
0: incredibly technological yeah good to have that on you at all times because I've had the same situation where it's been like oh so and so just didn't show up can you do a thing and I'm like yeah sure what do you want oh yeah whatever you want it's like Okay, so now I got to come up with the content, and <laughs> you don't even give me like a subject or something. I you just like
1: me? to be second in the lineup or or last, so I can just basically make my whole thing a rebuttal of all the asinine statements that preceded me.
0: Yeah, I would love. Yeah, you're good on panels, obviously, because you're never gonna follow any. Probably, if there's six people on there, I'm sure you're you're agreeing with maybe one of the six, if you're if that you know, So. Uh, Unless you're on some super lame panel, which they put you on when they, they don't want you to f- get all rowdy. Yeah, if I put you on a panel, I'm going to put you on a panel with, obviously, everybody that you're ready to tear up, because that, that's, that's why you'd be on a panel, right?
1: I well, I, I mean, I have actual content to contribute other oh, than just it's not being just, hater just, number just, one. Oh, just
0: th- thrashing, thrashing. I mean,
1: but, I, but it is a f- known fact that if I think you're a little bitch, you're going to get called a little bitch mm-hmm. in front of no matter who's there. Right. Like there, there, is, there is no fucking free pass from my wrath. There's really only one way to escape, it, and that's to have fucking integrity.
0: There you go. And there's that. Well, the, that knocked out about eighty-five percent of the people. Ran out of the gates. At sleep. least here in Colorado, <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably most of the people in Cali and Washington, oh, Oregon Cali, too.
0: Yeah. Cali, it might be higher. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in the corner there, you kind of see him. I don't know. He's making noise, making some movements over there. We have the the perpetual guest of Buffalo. And Buffalo's going to have to start paying me now because you've been on so many times. You have to tell your boss that you've been on too many times. and
2: It's just automatic. We're getting into, getting into that automatic
0: Sponsor
1: game. guest?
2: It's automatic sponsor. After the
0: I think you just
1: call him sponsor guests. Of course.
2: but uh, I'm doing what I can, Adam. I, I just brought you some more goodies. I
0: know. I know. <laughs> I, know <laughs> I, I know you're kidding, I'm not, and I'm kidding. I'm not arguing. <laughs> um, but Joe's back over here. You're going to be up there tomorrow. We were just talking about the no-co, so I'm sure you'll be I'm 100% sure you're going to be there because that's your territory. Yeah, I've got
2: to show up. At least walk around.
0: So he's Buffalo. you know Buffalo products? I've
1: You've seen them? Yes. At the at soils the, and mixes. That's exciting to me. It at takes
2: the, us uh, two to four years to make it.
1: I make a lot of my own soil in the yard to use for my outdoor garden.
2: I'll save you a lot of effort to get you some samples. <laughs> you don't have to do it See, once you, or you twice. You can come
1: in and co- interrupt my segment anytime <laughs> if you give me free crap. <laughs>
0: Literally or that's, that's, that's usually the way. That's usually the way. <laughs> I
1: think I, if I'm if I'm understanding the name as a as an analogy, yeah, yeah I think it's probably a little of both. You're correct. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm a perceptive hippie for nothing else. So
0: somehow magically our sound is good. So there you go.
1: Top that. Top that. I still think I sound. It's because we weird. have the
0: K and the M in the house. That's the thing. You know, there's, there's two twice as much action going on.
1: It's it's, it's exciting when there's lots of young boys.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. We're getting we're getting. You can tell it's springtime too because like. People are finally coming back.
1: Cougars come out of the Cougars woods Cougars are coming out. The they hills. said
0: that the bears are coming out of hibernation as of today. So pretty much, so. No, they've already been out. Or I mean, they're getting warnings and to people that they're out now. They're so. already
1: all around where I am at. Cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, like I said, we're going to talk to uh, Melvinetics at about four twenty, but it might be a little later. Who knows? We'll see.
2: We'll see. Uh, well, thank you for the invite. I, it was, uh, I was in traffic, and I heard from Adam, and I said, I'll be down in about 30 minutes. Well, I heard samples
0: the same thing. Right? Yeah. He's like, I got some things for you. <laughs> ah, I got a show going on magically today. You just somehow knew. But um, I, I
2: didn't want to interrupt your show or anything, but thanks for having me for a few moments. The excitement
1: will be excitement
0: enhanced. Exactly.
1: You can provide a shocked reaction to hold the on, hold on, one on I do camera news we'll part to this audience.
2: Yeah, I just got a call from Oregon as I was pulling in said i heard about it and we're here to have it so we're gonna you mean somebody it.
1: called you to say that the show was going to happen on a well, Thursday?
2: well he uh, he was saying uh, i heard that? about buffalo and right. i'm going to ship hired or what there he's a grower. Right, okay. That's, okay.
0: That's good. so
1: <laughs> if they're listening to this show i can't imagine that they're not growers
0: <laughs> yeah usually or trimmers. a lot of trimmers. a lot of trimmers. a lot of grows because you know this and th- a few wannabes yeah well a lot of guys force the trimmers to listen to the show because they you know instead of listening to this, like classic rock or something because at least they're gonna learn something hopefully <laughs> and or just be entertained by, <coughs> by you. we're gonna
1: rowdy them up to rise up for more money and escape the shackle and bond oh yeah yeah
0: everybody you're all they mas- overlords you're a master trimmer now you're a master trimmer you should get like <laughs> $60,000 a year for master trimming and on salary dude those
1: bitches wouldn't make any money if it wasn't for you
0: but you know the thing is, what's interesting is, people thought because of all the trim machines that it's over. There's not really you know no way, man. And you know like the only good facilities are people that hand trim. There's no decent machine trim out there, period. You know what I mean? Well, it,
1: it ruins the quality of the product for every, for people like me who are making a secondary product.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anybody who's who likes their weed doesn't you know you just can't. And I and I literally have tried like oh, it would be so great if these things. And when the first time you run it through and you're like oh this is so easy. But then once you go to make hash or edibles or anything or extracts or tinctures, or blah, it's like, whoa, done, yeah. done. And there's, no, I, I mean, there's ways to mediate that, but. No, I lo- mean,
1: I, I do believe that there's some, you know, some benefit to some of the, like, you know, the green phytonutrient part of the plant, but you're getting so much more of it in ratio to THC heads and, and trichromes. I'm just not excited about machine. Oh,
0: no, it's, it's the. Most depressing thing as a hash maker when you someone comes to you and they're telling you I got twenty pounds of this and you're like all right and you get it and you open it up and you're like oh is this machine trim and they'll never tell you until you're standing <laughs> there with them like but see well, that just
1: goes to show that people mostly
0: not know that that's of, a
1: shameful kind of. thing that they're going to try to deny it oh yeah, yeah. Like, And, then, if they you, shameful, and then they get mad at do you and then they get mad at you
0: when the product comes out all dark you're like well dude you fucking tore it up what are you
2: talking about you know in Colorado wet trimming your weed is a
0: crime I think it
2: should be. Your this weed is, this, this is, species, especially in all species of plant world, thrive on hands-on love. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's there's, uh, I mean, there's such a night and day thing too. It's like if you uh, think you're going to slip it in the system and no one's going to notice it, you're totally missed. It, it, it gets more. It's funny because when you, you know, just like anything, when you sell well, somebody like just a pound, like people who don't sell, know
1: how to flush something,
0: you might be able to slip a little bit of larf in a pound and get away with it, but. Once it gets broken down <laughs> into a certain ratio, it's like people are like overly examining their little two and a half grams they bought or whatever, or three and a half grams, and it's like sometimes I'm just like in shock when I see what people pull out of their like really like how is that ever going to make it to like I, you look at a pound and I look at maybe a half an ounce in that pound I'd smoke, you know what I mean? And then you're like, wow, this is yeah, the, this is the material that's this is
3: this
1: well, this is this is because we've we sixty
0: nine dollar mm-hmm. ounces that are coming out there
1: yeah I mean well then then that's still not really worth what you're paying no of course not i mean and I don't know it it's 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 to the point where if I'm out about i never won as
0: a I've never won as a buyer with cannabis I've sometimes been pretty successful with the selling side of it all, but never with the buying like I've never been able to like walk out and feel good about it like that was a good You mean deal. from
1: the store from the, oh, the, sto- the licensed never, e- entity? Even, even
0: way before stores ever existed even on the like you know once it was in a situation where I was on the reverse side of the table, like it wasn't like, I'm not talking like pounds, pounds, you'll find good pounds, but right. I'm not like, you know, when you ever like, fuck, I got no weed, I got to buy Like when you got to buy an eighth or, off of yeah. some random. Yeah. And it's never, ever, ever. It's always to the point where it's like so many levels below what I would even consider even offering. Because I'm embarrassed. Like if I have, you know. No, I know. I if mean. If I have a little bit of weed. You don't want to
1: go in a social setting as a weed, like as a, as a fucking pimp of the weed world and then break out a bag that you don't even really want to sell I at wouldn't home even, in a no. social milieu. It's no, I already said that before. I completely go home. sad.
0: If I go to a party and I'm, my weed isn't good at the moment, I won't even go to it. I'd be like, I'm going home. That's it. Party's <laughs> over. It's not funny anymore. Yeah.
1: I'll just fall back on the... Rel- I'm like, at least I have edibles. Maybe they'll still be my friends. That's it. But that's yeah, it. Um, that, that has happened to all of us, the shamefulness of... I, 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 I have to say... I burned my own name so much. The worst part about burning my own name by becoming out of the fucking weed woodwork was that now I can't travel across country with the best weed and roll up anywhere I go. I gotta rely on getting shit when I go somewhere, and that's the worst. Like last two years ago, I went to see the the fairly well those Grateful Dead shows in Chicago, and I bought some weed off of some guy from Cali, and he knew who I was. He's like, "Hey, I've seen you. I know you." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Cool, hook it up." Mm-hmm. He did not hook it up. That shit was like spongy, moist. I mean. I have a I have a Colorado level of dryness expectation. That's tough too. Right?
0: Once you get, I mean, Callie's always spongy. I never pure.
1: I never been a fan of the Young Cure.
0: I know it's rough. All, I
1: mean, again, it just makes it's me almost
0: mad. it's almost impossible to be happy in those situations.
1: <laughs> and yet I want to be happy, and I demand I, I demand I demand satisfaction.
0: So uh, before we go into you and your crazy depth of rantingness, though, no.
1: hey hey before.
0: Um, last week we didn't do a show. Uh, That's why we're doing... So I wanted to do a show today and possibly Saturday. I don't know. We'll see if Saturday goes down. You can't do a show on Saturday, right? So we have no sound guy on Saturday. (laughs) KTI is a little bit scared. I can tell already. (laughs) Sound is not his
1: strong point.
0: Ooh, Sound is not his strong point.
1: But he fills out that little white (laughs) 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 T-shirt. That's what he does.
0: That's what that guy does.
1: He's got like a haircut and shit.
0: Um... (laughs) So, the reason why we didn't do a show is because I was on the road, headed to a peyote ceremony down in uh, <laughs> Taos New Mexico. so that was uh, so I figured a couple people might want to hear about it because it was you know it was, it was fun. it was an interesting experience. Uh, seats here now. James uh, planned the trip for us, and he's been donating to uh, this church down there, and uh, they basically scheduled. <laughs> they basically scheduled uh, a traditional uh, peyote ceremony for James and uh, <coughs> to help him with his company and his. You know, come on now, You've gotta seat here now. Needs uh, all the help they can get as far as in the spiritual world. You want to make sure everybody's <laughs> everybody's on a good spiritual plane at all times because uh, when you're dealing with all these genetics and all this stuff, you got you're putting out a lot of. Got get this some good juju or bad juju. So might as well be good, right? Let's let's get it all in the right place. Um, cool part about it was it was the uh, Navajo tribe, and they're very very uh, grounded and very earth-orientated tribe. They're not a warrior-kill-you kind of death tribe back in the day. They were the ones actually, you know, appreciated the land, worked the land, um, and understood what we were talking about when we were coming in, because most people go into a peyote ceremony with a lot more deeper kind <laughs> of things that are a little bit more personable than, than hey, I want to protect hemp and cannabis from big corporate assholes coming in you know what I mean and that's, that's kind of that's actually pretty big it is I mean it's big too for us but it's it was kind of blew these guys away because there were a bunch of Indians going like so we're talking about weed <laughs> you know like inside the in a ceremony and like a religion it's like a religious setting it's like, oh, it's like going to church and being like hey you know can you help me out man I gotta the, the, the right. and, the, and the priest is like, so we're going to, okay, we're going to bless with cannabis today. And we're going to bless hemp and we're going to bless, and you know, so it, it was, it was awesome because when we, I don't think anybody who went into this thing realized what we were, we didn't realize what we were bringing to the table and they had no idea what, what we were bringing to the table. But at the end of it, we didn't realize what they were going to kind of come back with us with because the whole deal with these peyote ceremonies, which, you know, I think everybody goes into it like kind of over romanticizing it and thinking it's a real psychedelic and it's going to be all like like a acid trip or a mushroom trip which it's got nothing to do with any of those things and it's a fucking endurance contest you know what i mean so you're like oh shit how many hours <laughs> like that's the first question like once i got in there i was like because my whole thing was I, I left town uh on friday my kid was sick that day and Classically, as I drove down, I started to get like stomach cramps and get a little bit weird. And like my stomach started flipping around. And by the time I got down there, I was already like, couldn't even stand up straight. And I was like, shit, this is, this is not going to be a good peyote ceremony if I'm already like, because everyone's like, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. So that was in my <laughs> head the whole time. I'm going to get sick. Uh, oh, I'm going to get sick. So before the fucking thing even started, I was already puking my guts out. So I puked my guts out three times. It was completely, I, I was like, well, I have quit alcohol for a month. I haven't eaten hardly anything today. I just puked my guts out and now I'm about to eat twelve hours worth of fucking peyote. This is gonna be this is this is about as purged as you could get. Like you couldn't get any more purged, you know. And then I ate like five little tiny little pieces of fruit and I was like, Oh, okay, that should do it. <laughs> like a half a handful of fruit or something. And uh when the first round of peyote so, you know, it's all, it takes takes a while. Everything's slow paced. There's no like rush to get to it. But of course, all the all the people who were not traditional in there, who had never seen this before, were just like, in the peyote, Ugh, the peyote, oh, the peyote, bring it!" Thinking <laughs> like that's gonna be the good part of it all, right? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Adam, so, yeah. Did you go to the sweat box? Oh, we did that the day before, yeah. Okay. You have to do, the day, have to do that the day before, and you do that the day after. So we already did that. that that's another whole story. I can go into that later, but I figure i go straight into the peyote because that's that's the that's the the meat of the whole thing. But basically, it was a thir- They came around with dried. Uh, which was the strongest part of it all? That's the heavy. It's like I was like, eh, kind of a pro at this eating really bitter stuff with nothing to drink. Really, at that moment, I, it was like being at it was literally like being at a party and someone handing you some Molly or something and being like, here, and you're like, great. What do I do with it? Ah, just lick it off your hand. You know, like, oh, you know, like the, everybody's face as it went around the circle was awesome because you were like, yep, they just had. Oh, it's yep, yep, yeah, and then it got to you and you were like. Then they hand you a bowl with peyotes in it. So you have to eat a chunk of peyote, and that tastes like cucumber rolled in aspirin. So you're like kind of like m- nice and from bitter to bitter. And then you drink this tea, which has actually got not a lot. It's all the, the bottoms of the peyotes. Like they kind of make that into a right. tea. That was like nothing. I was like, ugh, chug that stuff. Uh, <laughs> but uh, because I'd purged so hard, that first round literally hit me like somebody had just, like, pretty much like. You had taken uh, too many pills and you're coming up too hard or something or you drank too much alcohol and you just realized like like your eyes you couldn't open your eyes your head kind of got wobbly and then you got that right up the back kind of like chill up your back going cold and hot and you're like oh no this is like basically i'm gonna puke any minute now here i've already puked but then because i had nothing to puke i kind of just went into like okay that's not going to happen i'm just going to feel like total shit for the next 12 hours right but weirdly enough uh it kind of subsided it was weird like it kind of went after after it all kind of mellowed up the worst part is we had to smoke the tobacco before yeah,
1: all that, of that that would be the part that, that would be hardest for me that actually was Absolutely.
0: the part that was the roughest it was before we got into anything they hand you tobacco and a, and a uh, corn husk and then you have to start rolling that up so you roll it kind of big because you don't want it to be all you know, might, as right. well, might as well make it big and look good, start puffing on it. And then they make you just sit there and puff and puff. And everybody just sits in the circle and puffs and puffs. And you're like, this is – and every single one of us doesn't smoke that's in the group, cigarettes. And we're all like, if this was just weed, this would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like – I don't care how bad the weed was. If it was just weed, it would be fine. The fact that it was tobacco just was crushing our throats and making your whole mouth numb and everything. Um, but they're really, really – into. Typically, you can't tell them – because we even you know that it's was the spiritual l- offering yeah and yeah, they're all like about yeah the tobacco is like way too important to even consider but the weird part too is, is like isn't that the guy like all that tobacco comes from the people that we don't you know they're the ones who persecuted you it wasn't like it's not growing wild if they had wild tobacco still I'd be much more stoked but it was alright you know everybody well, I mean
1: that's just like what they're doing to cannabis today wild tobacco was an indigenous plant that the Native Americans had in <laughs> their in their pharmacopoeia, right and essentially because of the the regulation of legal tobacco growing right it's that's the reason that the cultural um and you know, you know that
0: that tobacco would would have been like worth smoking at least cuz you would be getting like 10 t- you know, you well,
1: nicotine is a f- like it's a you know as, as, as well you'd
0: be getting closer to hallucinogen or to a some sort of an effect that would at least be semi worth the effort. You know, what I mean, you'd be like, instead of just like, hmm, this is like and American spirit, great,
1: you right? Know? But it's basted in nicotine to make the nicotine levels <coughs> mm-hmm. um, addictive. So I mean, essentially, I, it's it's not even essentially the same plant as the wild tobacco plants because it was cultivated and then those mm-hmm. wild, you know, yeah, those
2: and then and like I always tell people, they you
0: would know, be I don't like the
1: land races of tobacco, so to speak. Sure. You know?
2: All I could think of is the uh, hardcore camels that my uncles used to smoke.
1: <laughs> but even that was a domesticated yeah, tobacco. Yeah, I,
2: I understand. But that's about as I can't even
1: be I around mean, smoke. I no, smoked so. cigarettes for years, yeah. and then I'm, now I'm an ex-smoker, and I think it would drive me even nuts. More but it was, nuts.
0: but it was definitely. A, a, I mean, an o- at overall, it was a great experience because it was like once I figured out it was an endurance contest, then I was like, okay, I got to change my whole thought pattern here because I'm not going <laughs> to get high. It's not. It's not going to happen. I'm never going to get to that. Thing that I thought I was going to be because it was kind of a bummer. You're not going to
1: connect with your spiritual animal. I didn't
0: get that. I, yeah, no. and, I, and maybe if I, uh, I think a couple people there did because they were triple dosing on that on the powder alkaloid part. And I was a little bit like, oh, okay, you know, the stomach and everything. I was like, I wouldn't say I was total pussying out, know, but I was definitely doing about three quarters of a teaspoon instead of a, even a full teaspoon, you know, just because I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make it through this thing, you know. And and but around eight o'clock in the morning when the sun's up, and It's all over. You're like you realize, like oh, it's it's literally like tripping with your friends. You know, like there's that moment where you're all fucking with each other, right? And it's like oh, Jimmy's out in the woods or whatever. Like no, go get. You're like he freaked out. And there's always like one guy drops out of the group or something like that. And that's exactly what it seems like when you're in there. You're like okay, these guys don't really fuck with each other too much, but it's all about keeping your cool and just being still and move. You know, very don't move. No, and we're all like can't sit. Ah, back's hurt. You know. two fell out of the two couldn't make
1: it i talked to him about it earlier this week
0: two couldn't make it first he fell out of the sweat lodge like half hour in said he had a raging fart and he couldn't (laughs) that was the reason he left but i was like nah. i think it's because you're drinking two and a half gallons beer a day that's probably a problem (laughs) going in but uh he couldn't couldn't hang on that one and then he told
1: me that he was very very hot he was well. That's, that his dad is yeah. Which part, <laughs>
0: in a sweat. You mean in the, in the sweat or in the actual? In team? the sweat. Yeah. The yeah. Sweat, well, that's yeah. part of the being in the sweat. I think is. You,
1: yeah. Well, that's an endurance it's, contest too.
0: Exactly, and so.
1: But I mean, th- I think we're putting too much of the white man's notion. But then on the this funny to part was anything anything the next day. The
0: next day, it was like the three-year-old girl that was at the house was like, you know, oh yeah, maybe I'll do one too. It's <laughs> like, like she's three, and she's like probably does three-hour sweats all the time. So, I mean, it's this kind of... Yeah, you know, but
1: a child's body processes heat very differently than an adult. I
0: think they'd fall out faster, personally. No. Wouldn't you be... If you were bigger, wouldn't you actually be able to, like, absorb think more? Think
1: about when you were a kid. You ran around outside in the True. summer. You didn't just, like... But you got you nothing know. on you. You
0: got, no, you got nothing to sweat out.
1: Exactly.
3: And
0: then you'd be just shriveled.
1: No, you just keep drinking water. You know. Wait for that ice cream. Well luckily truck kids thumb. are small
0: enough they can get down to that little nook in the corner, which is cool. It's all about that little cool corner down at the bottom of the sweat lodge. You know, that's and the funny part was James was just like at one point I was like, There's a draft in here. What the fuck? This is kind of cool. Yeah, this feels nice. You know, and all of a sudden I realize that he's like digging digging dig his way out of the backs. So <laughs> it, <was laughs> <like, laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, all right. Well anyway. So but it was a good experience overall. Like I said, uh, when sun came up and you realize Ah, that's what it's all about. It's all about the after little party thing that they have, and they have breakfast, and everybody's all, like, everybody's jibber-jabber, and you're like, it's 8.30 in the morning. We started at 8.30 at night, and you guys are, like, wide awake, uh, of course, because we just did 18 doses of peyote, so you're like, okay, it's all making sense now. It's about the it's about the full, you know, you have to, and you have to go to the end. If you don't go to the end, that's the fucking point, right, so... What is the point? So yeah, I think now it's cool because I get to tell people that I did it, and then they're forced to. Oh, I have to go do it, and then I won't tell them because at one point we, me, James and I, both looked at each other like I was like seven more hours. He's like, ah! he was ready to die at that point, you know, and it was like. <laughs> just 7 more hours dude no because normally when you're tripping there's no time put on it you're tripping so you just go and you you yeah. go for 14 or you know 18 hours 67 86 yeah, exactly you don't even know anymore but when you're told that you have to do, be in one place while you're sort of buzzing like that it's very weird for our brains to get around because we're so used to being like dude look at that bro if you put your arm over you know like we're always cuz tripping's all about exp- exploration more than try to become more internally focused or whatever I some people for,
1: for me i yeah I, I can't do it around people at concerts and stuff anymore because people will just come up to me and want to talk to me about their perception of things and their interest in politics and it's like well this is the one fucking time on earth i do not want to have this fucking conversation especially not with you you know i'm just trying to get <laughs> in oh and, guys, and in, then the crazy part space is and enjoy this music with any
0: something. psychedelics somehow they they find you too you're like god damn it you're like no, yeah, I won't do
1: it out in the woods by myself. I won't. I won't do that in a in a interactive setting. It's not appropriate for me, at least personally. At Send us a video. Level.
0: Get a videotape of yourself out there one day. Send it to us. Love to see. Blair, which project <laughs> Love to see what you're
1: doing out in the woods. And
0: she's tripping out in the woods today.
1: Yeah, but I live out in the woods, and there's no one else out there. It's perfectly fucking fine.
0: But it's uh yeah so.
1: I found some cubanensis mushrooms near my house last spring. Really, just growing wild? Well, no, on, mu- on they were in some cow poop. Mm-hmm. You know that's where they like to grow.
0: Like liberty cap style ones and ones.
1: They're or, a little small. Yeah, I mean because of the high altitude, but um, you must be a master. Be right? to that.
0: Can't your place just couldn't that switch up a little bit? I mean, uh-huh. come on, you guys are you got thousands ahead <laughs> of fucking. Where, where cattle are you in.
2: based? Uh, Glen Debe, Colorado. Okay, we have a ranch up there with. Uh, lots what and lots. Of what time of year is? What time is the best time of year There's a bunch
1: of, of buffalo ranches down in Hartsel, and uh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. near where I'm at.
2: Yeah, I, I love that area. It's beautiful. Yeah. By eleven mile.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm north of there, but yeah. Okay.
0: What's What's the time of year here for that little sort of hunting? Yeah, a little action. When does the action start?
1: <laughs> um. Probably a couple more weeks out, you know. So you should the come up and check out
2: your
0: spot. End couple of April. Yeah. If don't do that, I know you don't do that. <laughs> I, I just say that, I'll come you know check what? out your spot.
1: I don't think that farmer over there in, in Trout Creek does that, no. but I think that happens. Oh yeah.
2: I've heard stories. I've had people call me and request, "Can I? Can I walk around and yeah. look at your poop? Well, can I walk around with a gun? And we said no."
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, we don't went, want anyone I'm, walking around with a gun, period. Yeah, like yeah, that, I like well, that,
2: I thought you were referring to hunts of buffalo. Oh, oh, no, no, no. 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 no okay.
0: Oh, I know talking what you got, I got crossed up there. <laughs> Man, I'm talking no, about no. mushrooms, bro. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying you guys have some serious <laughs> oh, mushrooms growing right, right, out of uh, that poop uh, coming up. He's got uh, thousands. We uh,
1: have
2: thousands of head of cattle sometimes. Uh, the back door is the Roosevelt National Forest. And last time I was up there, a big old giant moose came across. So it was pretty fascinating. I saw
1: two on. Tuesday of this week, Did you? yeah. Where I'm at, there's a lot of them on Kenosha. They're out. Yeah, no. Actually, in a couple weeks, I'm hopeful to go up and there's a place near where I'm at where I, you can look for the shed horn when they when oh they yeah, drop, yeah. Their yeah. drop their drop ma- their the males drop their antlers. Uh-huh. So I've always wanted to find one of those. Haven't found one yet. No, come on. very challenging. Yeah, you know, so there um, aren't that many moose.
0: So what was the la- last time we talked on the phone, right?
1: Yes, and I was. All up in arms about the violations of the CDPHE with that uh, online registry and how it was connecting to my Secretary of State's data information from when I ran for office.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it seems like there's been nothing but – since the, since that time till now, it seems like
1: – Nothing but scuttlebutt.
0: Secu- yeah, and also just – not even just here locally, but, like, we're talking about nationally secure. Internet security doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. We don't have anymore. If We don't have it. There is no more <laughs> no security. It's like, fuck it, we're going to – Sell, we're all a, we're <laughs> we're sell all your information. We're going to sell all your information. We're going to open up all your medical records. Oh,
1: it makes me feel like someone's finally paying attention. It's like a man is paying attention to me. <laughs> I've never met him. He's in a gray suit sitting in some cubicle somewhere, but he's paying attention. Right? Oh, boy. So, I, I'm too busy living my life to record all my nonsense, but somebody out there is, and I, I feel real, really kind of reassured about that.
0: I mean, the fact that they're even talking about opening up medical records and, and things, you know, just like this is like all the. Ba- Is this constitutionally impossible? Well,
1: I mean, there's – yes, yes. Okay, yes. Um, First off, like on the federal level, you know, we hear all this – it's it's a lot of scuttlebutt and talk, but there's not really been any actual concrete actions. Yet at the same time, we just saw that big bust in Denver, what was that, two weeks ago today on a Thursday. And, uh, you know, 16 people were arraigned, 20 different locations raided – and the thing that you know turns out from all of that that 's interesting is eight of the sixteen people arraigned had med key badges or key license key ownership licenses, right. so this was not they they presented no paper from the caregiver registry they presented no presumption that this was a medical defense they were just like yeah we we got these twenty houses we 're growing like eight hundred to two thousand plants in each every one of them we 're not talking twelve to ninety nine plants here we 're talking a shit ton of plants." Mm-hmm. And all the – I mean, my thinking is they probably would have never got themselves maxed to that point if they weren't trying to keep up with the Joneses of being med licensees where it's just a black hole for your money. You're really not as profitable as – I don't care how flash or how bullshit or how much, you know, net profit people show. They're not really talking – I mean, they're showing gross profits. They're not showing net. They're not Mm. showing the realities. And so, you know, a lot of people are talking about how great they're doing. But the reality well, is you those s- people have they want to sell whatever they're yeah, doing yeah, so yeah, they're sure trying, you had can't tell them to do a bad like, maybe you did a million you know, dollars last year, but you're five million dollars in debt, so mm-hmm. don't tell me you're great. Yeah, or it, it cost you
0: eight hundred thousand to make a million and you're like and you still didn't pay yourself anything you know in the end you're right. like, okay, so that's not really doing so great, you know what I mean as you thought but.
1: exactly, and so you know that's the reality that I think is is misrepresented, and you get some stupid people who were never good at math in the first place, and then all of a sudden the idea comes up of well, don't you got a cousin down in Texas who wants to get some pounds? Mm-hmm. And the thing we all need to remember, too, is that they paid a narc f- four grand to plant a uh, tracking device in a suitcase of weed that was going east. Hmm. And, you know, that's the thing we need to remember. Like, back in the day, the people who were in it knew each other. They all knew each other, and you didn't meet anybody fucking new.
0: Well, now it's just going on to Facebook and, you know, randomly send messages to people and hope some idiot goes, oh, yeah, I need a quarter oh, yeah. anyway. like I love when I get those fucking messages. You're just like, you're looking for weed? <laughs> you looking for any pounds? You're like, this really happens? Like, this people are that stupid to fucking...
1: Yes, they are, actually, yeah. you know? I mean, like, this ki- this kid got busted and now he's on Facebook trying to troll everybody and, like, pick fights with people and it's like, Nah, dude, your name is, like, listed in December as getting busted with a bunch of fucking weight, doing stupid shit in Texas, shipping suit out of state lines. Mm -hmm. You think anybody really is, like, wanting to be your brand new friend? You're 28 years old and you know it all. Right.
0: No, it's crazy. Uh, So what was the latest thing that you were sitting at, like, actually in the room? Well. The same thing we talked about last week or?
1: Um, Well, I've done something since then, but it's not as interesting or exciting, so we'll just talk about that. Um. So, basically, the since March, th- I think this has even been since the last time I was on your show, this bill um, that was introduced on March 3rd, so that's, what, 26 days ago. Um, it's HB, 12 tw- HB 17 12 20. Are we going to say J- goodbye to yes. our Buffalo friend? He's, he's going to Buffalo. Thank you, to:
0: He's got a Buffalo go. Buffalo go. <laughs> he's going to shuffle off to yeah. Buffalo. <laughs> he's going
2: to yeah. shuffle
0: off to Buffalo.
2: Exactly. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.
0: It was nice to meet you. Joe nice from Buffalo. If you're ever going to be at the NoCo, you look for this guy. He'll give you a card. He'll talk some shit with you, obviously. <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> um, so like I said, cool, talk, cool. Uh, talk to your boss. Right. Hello, Get, up talk up. to your boss. Tell him keep people keep, ta- keep, keep, keep coming up to you on the street. Ask Sponsor guest. I am. <laughs> I sold that maroon jacket, by the way. That's right, I'll see, like I know. So there you go. Thank you. Um,
1: so now we're gonna chew on this twelve twenty thing. Twelve twenty. So this It's the worst bill ever. It is, and it ha- you you know it's gonna be bad when you see the sponsors are Gardner and Pabone, which is like two of the most biggest assholes in the entire legislature in the state of Colorado, and they both have a track record of screwing the public over and basically being complete like. You know they 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 basically are tools of the industry. They they want the tax money. They want everything, and you know there's been, I don't know. So basically, going back to about March fifth or sixth, the bill got introduced on a Thursday. It went uh, into a hearing like that Monday of that week. There were eight or nine hundred people there to testify. They made us wait and wait and wait. Like six hundred of those people left, so they never even bothered to testify, and. You know, every every single person that came out to testify testified that the bill was bad, they were against it, and it was a big kerfuffle, to say the least. Love
0: kerfuffles.
1: It was. It definitely was. You know, this, this skank-ass lobbyist made her mom cry on the stand to help her career. And then two weeks later, the same bitch goes and she flip-flops at the Capitol and says she supports the bill, and I guess now her poor felon mom is crying tears of shame because she's a goddamn whore. But... um <laughs> Yes, I'm talking about you, Cindy Slovine-Miller. You need to get a water pick and wash the bullshit out of your braces from sucking on the ass of industry because you suck as an individual. There we go. That's
0: a cheesecake lady we love.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, she's not the worst of it. She's just one of the – but she is the paid lobbyist for uh, Cave-On Calabari and Denver Relief, and so – I wouldn't vote for him if he's paying somebody to go out there and stab the patients in the well, community su- in the back. That's,
0: that's actually a real surprising that he would. Uh
1: it, it was a really dismaying to me that he was—he's paying her, and she's bragging that she's the, his lobbyist. And then she turns around and says, "I support a twelve plant cap with these certain amendments," but the amendments are total <laughs> fucking bullshit. And that's really what I want to say. Like you know, all these little like capitulating bitches, t- Greg and Terry, or greedy and toxic, as I call them, people who basically have come into the scene and don't know the history don't know how hard the activists who are the elders in the scene have worked to keep us at 99 plants and all the history that we put down to get us to where we're at where we had a robust medical program that was working for the patients and where we had 3500 patients who were between 25 and 99 plants who not one of those people was ever accused of diversion and that's the thing that i want to stay focused on is that when we had a very, very, very small percent, less than 1% of the state's population, you don't write a bill to punish less than 1% of the state's population. That's absolutely ludicrous. I know,
0: and the thing is that I, one of the things I – every time I leave this state, I'm always like – Pretty amazed at how well it's how well things were running for everything up to this point, and then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck was the what was the problem? you know what I mean because uh other states I go to people are still way more loosey goosey way more shit happening i mean I'm not saying that there's you know because the, the whole thing is there are people here obviously taking right. advantage of systems there's people everywhere taking advantage but of but the there systems. are
1: people that are already been approved by the med to be a thorough vetting and background check so it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. if you've got sixteen people that just got arraigned as part of a Med background check approved operation that was on the black market, so to speak, how does that mean that we should somehow felonize the sick patient whose doctor has recommended that they should have 48 plants? Right. Which to me doesn't even seem, if you were two adults who were both, let's say I had MS and I met a dude who had MS and we decided let's pair up together, Mm -hmm. fight this together. Mm -hmm. So we're two adults living in a house together we would probably need about 70 to 90 plants if we were going to be juicing. Sure. Well, of course. I
0: mean, things, and, and, and if to do it effectively, you want them young, th- your favorite, young and tender, right? Yes. You don't want them all old. I mean, there's t- something to be
1: said for <laughs> mature females <laughs> yeah, right. right here, motherfuckers. But,
0: but, but you wouldn't want to juicy though.
1: I might be very <laughs> fucking <laughs> juicy, Adam. You never
0: fucking know. Don't underestimate it. I me. don't know if I juice you. No, but you know what I mean. It's always like. Oh, are you kidding doing, me? I'm full I'm, of terpenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> of fucking terpenes. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. And
1: other <laughs> other great phytonutrients.
0: But in general, like any kind of uh, juicing thing, you got to think you, you're looking at something that's really like trans, like beautiful right. and chlorophyll rich. No, you're nice, going to get a plant that's been solved.
1: in flower for four weeks, not eight. Yeah,
0: and also not. You know, the thing is that uh, the reason I, would, I have never really got into juicing is that uh, you have to literally grow a plant and do it yourself because there's no way I trust anybody out there with material because they'd be like, yeah, I didn't do nothing with it except when it was a clone and I dipped it in whatever or something, you know, because it's usually right. like most people aren't thinking like about juicing. They're thinking about flowering and it's done and it's dried and no one's ever going to, you know, be affected by it. But that's when we got a young plant that just was hit about three weeks ago with something that's definitely got a, a longer shelf life or a longer half life than that and it's going to be you know, not a good thing to right. be no, concentrating I and mean, doing My feeling
1: is that that person needs a shit ton of clones to have a good success rate, to have organic things get into root quick enough so that they can get big enough plants turned around to be able to keep up because you're going to yeah. be killing as many plants as you're turning... Yeah, the you're killing is, them as quick as they can grow.
0: The beginning is so slow, too, because people always over anticipate think they start growing they do they do grow great but when the beginning is like yeah they're young they're small they're like the first two weeks three weeks is like well they're
1: putting started. all their energy into creating roots they're not actually growing yeah. yet
0: yeah and then also and then you get this you know good shoot period where that's where I would say it'd be like the best time to harvest it and then after that it's all flowering and everything's different and settling
1: right and so these people are saying that they negotiated us to have unlimited clones which we always have had and unlimited seeds which we've always fucking had They've never, both of those things have never been part of the 99 plant count ever. Mm -hmm. And so that basically they went and they negotiated shit that we always already had and said, oh, well, we got this for you. Now you can have unlimited four inch by four inch plants, but you can only have 12 plants, and only six plants in your residence can be in flower. That's absolutely unacceptable Mm -hmm. and then their quote amendment solutions that these people went and said they supported the fucking bill over which absolutely makes me murder level rage like I want to if you had a heart I would rip it out of your chest and poop in the hole but you don't have a heart you're just a murdering fuck I'm talking about you Greg and Terry Um, you know essentially these people capitulated because the governor was like you won't have a seat at the table And then we got a bill 1295, which is going to take away the governor's task force on marijuana anyway. So you capitulated for a seat at the table that the table just got fucking burned for firewood. Thanks. We were doing great on our own. We never needed your fucking help. You just wanted access. You were just a glory hound. You just wanted your name in the paper. You never gave a shit about actual patients. If you were going to be okay with 12 plants, you didn't give a shit that somebody else might die with only 12 plants. And that's not... That's not being for the community. That's Mm -hmm. not being for... My feeling is nobody should ever go to jail for this plant, ever. So to accept a level 4 and a level 3 felony, Mm -hmm. a level 4 felony if you have more than 6 plants in flower, on your second offense. So the first time you get popped with a misdemeanor and your garden is taken away, the second time you have more than 6 plants in flower or more than 30 plants, period, it's a level 4 the third and then after that if you have more than 30 plants period the first time you have more than 30 plants period it's a level 3 drug felony
2: yeah
0: that's ridiculous.
1: and this this is, this is really about and, and two also things. and
0: also you know the thing is that it's, it's it, they don't take into effect that you know the, a lot of people are they don't know what they need they're they're trying to figure out what they're right their, then the doctor requires and then nobody can really tell them like you like know, you, you need to use this particular strain and all of a sudden, you're like, "Yeah, that worked for about two months, and now it doesn't work anymore. So I need to go into something else." And so there's like, the, 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 you well, literally. Well, a lot have
1: of people ch- need a cocktail of several strains. I mean, mm-hmm. like like Chaz Moore, the young guy who's now he's in his 20s, but you know when I first met him, he was a high school kid, and his parents went through where he needed at least two different strains every single week. So that was like 104 plants a year that he was going to need. Just to make sure that it was changing often enough that the cannabinoid profile could keep his endocannabinoids fully saturated, and that's you know that's something that people don't think about—that you know your cannabinoid your cannabinoid receptors do become sort of immune to certain, re- yeah, of you course. know. Well,
0: it's 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 a, it's a kind of a constant uh, battle back and forth where you know your body's going it, to it depending, and it also depends on the health of the person. Some people are you know their bodies are, you know, able to assimilate all different types and work well with all, anything. Other people, they, nothing works, you know what I mean? Some
1: autoimmune disorders, especially ones that work in the gastrointestinal tract, mm-hmm. really destroy your own bodies. You know, you have two sets of k- endocannabinoid receptors in your, in your GI tract and in your, in your brain. Mm-hmm. And some people can only receive the cannabis in their brain because their GI tract has been so destroyed. That's why cannabis is so helpful for helping people to rebuild their, sure. you know, from Crohn's, Crohn's from irritable stuff, yeah. bowel, from yep. colitis, from a whole bunch of <coughs> variety of products. And fibromyalgia and MS are tied into that same profile of autoimmune diseases that are actually <coughs> based on destruction of the um, you know, it, it, a, ba- a really bad diet leads to both of those things and, sure. and inflames both of those things.
0: And that's the root of most disease right there. I mean,
1: it's 85% of the adult patients I've ever worked with over 27 years of working with cannabis patients, mm-hmm. they are sick because of their diet.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, such an easy thing to change. Too. It's like so crazy because you think like, wow, if they just were on the right path from the beginning. Right, but,
1: but, but our food pyramid, everything we're teaching people about healthy mm. is lies, and it's designed to, to sell more agricultural products and improve the economy, but because the economy, the agri- same people who want to sell you agricultural products are probably heavily invested in pharmaceutical so products. You're so you're
0: saying more cheesecakes, so you saying?
1: Oh, yeah,
0: for (laughs) sure. Like, people are not eating enough cheesecake.
1: I mean, I make a lot of healthy stuff, too, but I did start working with patients who were in hospice who was like, if you're going to die, I'm going to send you out with a smile on your face and give you something delicious to eat. If I expect you to live another 40 years, I'm not giving you cheesecake every day. We're going to talk about juicing. We're going to talk about health foods. We're going to talk about low glycemic point and, you know, um, alkaline food products. So, I mean... It's and it's, that, and then again, that's it's like the opportunity to work with a patient when they have a chance to turn their life around at age forty and live another thirty years, mm-hmm. versus the patient who's already <sighs> at age sixty-five and may not make it another five years.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, and, and those are like two real simple things, like uh, alkaline diet. You know that most people don't understand. And when you look at what, what's available, it's it's exactly the opposite. So it's
3: like or you know easily
0: available. Obviously, it's a you know it's there. You just got to right. like work. But, but it a little what's harder. cheap? Yeah, cheap is a Big
1: Mac. Right. I mean a Big Mac is way cheaper than a kale salad. Mm. You know, and that's the reality of our, our society has has flipped I mean the reality is it's cheaper to grow a kale salad. It's cheaper to you know, but the packaging and the perishability mm-hmm. of things that can't be processed, you know, basically this is why having a garden in your backyard it's great to grow a bunch of weed, but grow some other food that you could eat as while you're at it oh, and, le- and learn and practice on that because that's going to serve you yeah, in we're, the long we're, term. We
0: are getting to the period where, you know, people may want to brush up on their survival skills and their ability to uh, I'm big be, on all of that be self-sufficient because as we get, we're we going to see some crazy price increase, especially for Mexico. with, uh, Like right now, it's like my mom was just down at the border watching because her friend lives in uh, Arizona. And it was like she just said it was incredible the amount of trucks going back and forth just because not not just going – from Mexico, but actually going to Mexico because Mexico's like fuck yeah, we need that shit now. Like get it, get it, yeah. get it. And people are, you know, like you were saying the other day, your company uh, was spending like a quarter million dollars just expediting parts. This is my buddy, uh, Soap Man, Soap Man, Soap Man, Soap, soap Man. Soap <laughs> 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 a lot of soap, huh? No, to some another company, unnamed. We will not name them. But uh, no in general, companies are just wait, like literally wasting millions of dollars. Because of the fucking...
1: Speculating m- and f- on yeah. fear-mongering.
0: Yeah, because they know that, that it's going to... Well, or they're just having a shortage of parts, and they, the supply chain is getting fucked up. And it's oh, you're, oh, yeah. if you're ordering stuff from eight different companies to build one thing, and one of those companies is on the list of whatever bullshit he's starting to throw down, like, oh, yeah, we got to stop. and check everything from them and hold everything back from that, and...
1: Well, I mean, that's just... It's getting nuts. But 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 essentially that what that dose does to show, just like when these people said that they weren't negotiating about our plant count for our medical need. You know, what it boils down to is we have two constitutional amendments in Colorado. One protects my access to my doctor and I determining what my medical need is, and then that number is basically the number of plants I'm allowed to have medically. The second is my recreational right. My medical necessity does not negate or override or supersede my right to recreate if I choose to recreate when I'm feeling better. Mm-hmm. And this is my big problem with 12 plants is that just as a private individual by myself living alone, I am maxed out. I can't even use all of my medical capacity, much less access any of my recreational capacity. And they said that if I wanted to get between 12 and 24 plants, I could go and apply to my local government, and my local police department, both, and then I would need to obtain a signed waiver that I would have to turn around and register with the state so that I could have 12 plants in flower and 24 total plants, which, A, isn't even enough. It's absolutely (laughs) a ludicrous number. And, B, the reality is in 40 more days or 41 more days, something weird just happened, sounded like a... Did we have a Skype call that came in? That if probably that girl calling. It's probably about time for her but to call. He, but he would have
0: had to, have yeah, uh, accepted the call. Yeah, would have had to. Accept All right. Well, if somebody
1: called, call. Mm-hmm. Something exciting was happening there. <laughs> she um, was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> it's a Frogger game or something. No, it it, was, it, it, was it did. It did. It was, It did. It, it, it dinged like a pinball machine. I don't freaking know. Technology frightens me. Um, but basically, what I was saying is that they said that the solution is to get this waiver from mm. your local government. So basically, it's you're going to have cre- to go and prostate. Let, let's say you're a mother mm-hmm. of a child who has a severe c- condition where you're using 20 different strains just to make the oil for a feeding tube, and you need a few plants of each of that strain.
0: Oh, that was seeds you're now calling in. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Hi, got James. I'll come back. Call us back, yeah. James. Come I'll
1: on. wrap up my ranting while no, you no, figure gonna, that you, out. We got hours. Yeah. 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 All, All right. Cool. So anyway.
0: It's 420, by the way. Um, That that was the whole reason. Panama
1: woke up. The excitement even woke the little doggy up. Um, So basically, you know, when when you're talking about this waiver, what people don't understand is that this bill was supported at the legislative level by these two entities that I always talk about, CCI, Colorado Counters Incorporated. They're the people who have pushed all these plant count things at the county level for zoning um, changes. And then CMO, which is Colorado Municipal League, which is basically the city version of CCI. Uh So these two entities wrote this bill to have this plant cap. They pushed this bill to have this plant cap. And then in 40 days when the legislative session ends, their entire organization's objective is to go around to every county commissioner and every city council person in every city in the state of Colorado and explain, well, the government of the state of Colorado just decided that 12 plants is the end-all be-all. You are no longer compliant with the state of Colorado.
4: Oh, he's It's oh. just not going to work.
1: Why is it not going to work? I'm still talking about legal bullshit here, James.
4: Twelve, twelve plants is just not efficient. agree. Oh, we
1: know I agree. No, I'm pretty much the front line of fighting against this. So, um, right, thing, and,
4: I, and I thank you for all your hard work because I know that you do a lot for, for all of us. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm trying to just hold the line and say what the federal intervention standard is. Which was the compromise that we made? Like five years ago, we agreed to compromise and accept ninety-nine plants. Before that, we were like, "Whatever the fucking doctor says." If the doctor says a thousand, it's a thousand. Mm-hmm. And this ninety-nine, we only took that stance to compromise at ninety-nine because that was the federal intervention threshold, where if you had less than ninety-nine plants, they weren't supposed to bring the DEA in to partner on a raid of your home or your private residence.
0: And that, and that, and again, that was like a. Definitely like, okay, well, if have to you know, i didn't know.
1: like it yeah. I, I I actually was against compromising there, but i 'm like, all right, I was party to the compromise that was made there i 'm not backing down any fucking further because compromise means both sides get something, and all we 've gotten is shit right. on, sent to jail, been denied to breastfeed our babies at the hospital. a lot of bullshit, you know, but we have not more
4: regulations
1: right, more jail time, more <laughs> regulation, more fines. And now we've got felonies, level three and level four drug felonies for if you have more than six plants and flower in a private residence. Yeah, again, it, my feeling wow. is we're talking about a private residence, which means my right to quiet enjoyment is, the, the, you know, this is my castle. This is my ruby fucking ridge. You know, this is bullshit. This is about the no. fact that every single citizen in Colorado got their property rights sold out. Because you don't need to have 12 plants, you don't need to have 13 plants, you don't need to have one plant to have a spiteful neighbor who decides they're going to put the boot of the police state on your throat because maybe you have a nicer boat than they do. Maybe your landscaping is looking a little better than theirs. Maybe they lost their job and they're just pissed because their life sucks. And, you know, I think my neighbor across the street has 13 cannabis plants in there and they're probably all in flower. And that's all it's going to take because what's really happening Uh is these bills, are. There's, 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 sure it's fun for the cops to criminalize patients, but really what's going on is in Colorado there's been a big kerfuffle in the last year about asset forfeiture. There've been f- Over the last six years there's been three bills introduced to really curb asset forfeiture in the state of Colorado to only when there's a, a criminal conviction. Mm-hmm. And these changes in the counties about plant counts that are about planning and zoning are a fine. They don't carry a criminal conviction. And so what's happening in, in Park County, where I live, we, we were reduced a couple, about two years ago, to 30 plants per residence. That was a county's zoning and planning ordinance. And there has been no increase in criminal convictions of people having more than 30 plants in their house. But there's been a huge increase of all types of grows, of all types of numbers, where there have been raids and assets have been taken without criminal charges being filed. Now, what they're taking is handguns, cash, jewelry, and laptops because they're small, portable, and easily resold products, but they're not taking can fans, bales of dirt, lights, or any um, exhaust equipment or any nutrients. They're not taking anything heavy, hard to carry, or that you'd have to roll up there with, like, you know, a trailer to fill up with lights. So somebody might have 15 lights, and they're not taking a single light as evidence because they don't plan on convicting them of a crime or charging them with a crime. If you don't have a criminal case number, there's no case dismissed. You cannot get your evidence back.
0: Yeah, they used to do it in Holland all the time, same thing. And it was uh, because it's you know they knew everybody was growing, and they knew exactly who was growing and where they were growing, and they just don't bust them until it's time. Like It's like, okay, every... Until
1: there's enough uh, until, new computers and jewelry and things bought. Yeah, sometime they will like,
0: okay... And what they will do is they 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 they'll literally say when they leave they'll be like yes you've been plucked like you just that's what they call plucking you get <laughs> get plucked so you you get plucked when you get plucked in Holland is when you get all your shit taken and, and you're just like you standing there in your room and all your shit's just like broken and taken and you're like fuck you know what I mean and then it's like and they know and they just give you the old like go get some new lights guy or go get some new stuff you know there they actually take your right, lights they, they
1: leave all the lights here
0: yeah what they do there is they put your lights through a grinder in front of your house like they have a big crusher it just crushes all your shit and they throw the plants the lights everything in there they don't even fucking they just count them as they go in like yup, yup, and they make a big tally and they tally it up and they charge you like for like moving every single thing like they charge you for that moving it from a to b you know, like you get like this $3,000 bill on top of getting busted And you're like, what? What's this bill for? It's like, yeah, we moved your lights, we moved this, we did that It's like all itemized for you perfectly You're like, fuck right.
1: yeah. well, well, part of this is motivated to get the doors kicked in So they can come and cherry pick whatever they want to take <laughs> mm-hmm. And then obtain a criminal conviction So that they can keep whatever they wanted to take But the other part of it that's really more sinister Is that over the past decade Every single year for a decade the state of Colorado has paid $3 million annually in fines because we failed to meet our obligation to privatize prisons in the state to fulfill 91% of the beds with prisoners. Now, my feeling is we were totally stupid legislatively to agree (laughs) to this because crime rates might actually drop. And if crime rates drop, why would you tax your citizens and pay more when they're doing the right thing? That's absolutely ludicrous. So what's going on here is these... Felony charges that will now be charged after the s- seventh plant in flower carry jail time. They carry serious jail time. Level three drug felony carries a couple years. Level four carries like a year or six months to a year. So level four. Yeah, I mean, with, with this bill started with a level six drug yeah. felony, and it became a level four and level three drug felony, which is even more severe. There's one chance to get a misdemeanor if you've got 13 plants and only six of them are in flower, you get a misdemeanor charge and you're bitch-slapped for a year and you can't grow your own plants. And then um, after that, if they come back and they find you with a seventh plant in flower, it's a level three drug felony. And that carries some so, s- serious time. <laughs> and that's where I think that they're planning to fill these, be- you know, this back to 91% of beds with docile, easy to fucking... You know, basically, free uh, free free you to to people free people, free free people who might live, you know, people, somebody who's so sick that they need 36 plants <laughs> might not even live the whole two-year sentence out. Of course not. And they're not going to provide that person the with the medical care that they need. These people are going to die in prison, and that's actually kind of an object. I mean, this is, you know, why are people worried about single-payer health care when we already are living under death panels for anyone who's low income, anyone whose skin is brown, anyone who, you know... Gets food stamps, you're only allowed to eat the most processed junk foods. It's it's essentially obvious that we've been trying to dumb down and kill our population for a profit for at least 20 years in this country. And Trump is sort of the pinnacle of the of the thinking that, you know, the non thinking that leads to this whole fucking bullshit. You know, it's like a pyramid scheme. But, I mean. It's
0: horrible. It's horrible.
4: It's horrible. I'm, glad, I'm definitely glad that you're out there on the front lines. Uh, saving us, you're helping us for
0: sure. If I was saving anybody, I I would have stopped
1: this bill. I mean, I'm pretty ashamed because the last, so I was telling you there were like 800 people at the first hearing for the bill, then two weeks later the bill's already already gone through the full House twice and now it's back to the Senate and we go to the Senate hearing and I go into the room and there's like nobody there. And I mean, I put out the call that morning. I said, come, come, come today. You know, this was it was on a Monday. It wasn't even on the schedule until like early at the eight o'clock in that morning. Yeah. I Classic. begged people to come out. And I get there and you know, there's this-
4: They just totally slammed it through.
1: No, no, worse than that. These people, the Cannabis Patients Alliance, Cannability, this whore, Cindy Slovine Miller, Vicente Cedarberg, all these people mm. that are supposed to be cannabis advocates that are basically marketing themselves. These, these people, Cannabis Patients Alliance, the two people who own it, don't have jobs. They live entirely off the proceeds of their GoFundMe page. And they went there and they said, the one woman said, oh, I'm worried about my grandchildren, and maybe if there's a big grow in the neighborhood where my grandchildren live, there'll be a home invasion, and they'll be at risk from being shot by cartels. I support this oh, 12 yes. plant cap bill. And then she writes this little fucking goddamn blog where she sits there and has the audacity to say we negotiated because we were worried that they'd make it extra. Like you negotiated and made this bill worse. Two weeks ago, this bill was at 16 plants. Now we're back to 12 with only six in flower. Before it just was 16 plants. It didn't specify the flowering nature of these plants. Then they said, "Oh, you can, you can go and prostate yourself and beg and cry and talk about your medical condition with people that your privacy should never oh, fucking it. be exposed to. I should never have to talk about my medical condition right. with my county commissioner to get a waiver right. for the plants that my doctor constitutionally decreed I need for my medical necessity
3: right. I should never have to go, patient, I should never patient, have to go and talk about
1: ability. No I should never have to go and talk about my medical condition with the local sheriff of my county to get a waiver for the plants my doctor recommended for me. This is a, basically a knee-jerk thing to keep doctors from recommending higher plant counts. It's a thing to keep it so that people are fearful and will just accept this plant count limitation because many, many people who need more than 12 plants will be afraid to go and talk to their city council and say, I need you to sign this waiver and all then I need the cops to sign this waiver and then I've got yeah. to register it with the state all of that is unconstitutional. That's the bottom line. All of and this is just what like
4: inviting people it's just like inviting the cops to your house. Right.
1: And this is what Greg and Terry from the Cannabis Patients Alliance negotiated with the help of Stacy Lynn from this organization called Cannability when her son Jack was alive who was the boy they wrote Jack's bill for. He had higher than a 24 plant count. And I remember her testifying about that many many times that he had like this really high plant count. And now that her son is dead, she turns around and says she accepts a 12 plant count limit for every residence. It's crazy. How does a parent, you know, these some of these conditions are genetic. If a parent has one child that's born that needs this condition, the likelihood that other siblings born in that family are also going to need medical cannabis is extremely high. Mm-hmm. So we're basically in a eugenic situation where we say once you've got one pediatric patient in your family, you better go get your tubes tied. You can't have any more kids. You can't gamble that you might have a healthy baby because the likelihood is you you won't.
0: Yeah, imagine if the plant, it's, it's like how, it's like now you're talking about literally plant count uh, killing, you know, killing right. patients. It's, I mean, it's, it's yeah. eugenics. Killing plant
1: this plants. is what, this is what Hitler did with the Jews pretty much. You know, it's like we're going to all need to so, arm band. So basically
0: plant count kills is what we're saying. That's our new motto. Plant count mm-hmm. kills.
1: Plant, plant, no, yeah.
0: plant, plant count,
1: caps kill. Plant caps kill. There. Yeah, plant caps are murder. Plant caps are murder. Oh yeah, well, cap, have, cap in your
0: I, ass I, right there. Yeah. Booyah.
1: Yeah. They're putting a cap <laughs> in your proverbial <laughs>
0: Exactly, right you there.
1: You know, right in the heart of the medical patient community. And this this really you know, when you when you hear these people and they say, Oh, well the solution is that a caregiver, you know, like somebody we know we know all some really great, compassionate people who will not be named on air for their own safety. Um, who really do some amazing work, and they're really good friends of mine and of Adams, and you know, props to every one of those people who's a caregiver. But they're saying that this, this 12-plant cap will be applied to a caregiver, and then they could get around this by getting a commercial lease. But what's gone on in Colorado since the blowing up of the med-licensed businesses. Every commercial lease that might permit cannabis right. growing in the state of Colorado has a clause that says you have to have an application in place with the Marijuana Enforcement Division. If that application is denied for any reason, your lease is immediately terminated. And this is because the, the federal 280E um, laws apply to businesses that rent to cannabis tenants and they could be as subject to federal seizure of their Before property sure. if they don't, if they don't right. protect themselves with a clause that says you have to be state licensed. So there's no commercial lease that's available to a caregiver oh. or a private patient since those two entities have no revenue. They have no relationship with the Department of Revenue or the Marijuana Enforcement Division. So
4: And we continue to let the alcoholics write the laws for the stoners.
1: Well, actually, yes. Dan no Pabone, sense. who's the sponsor of this, got a DUI last St. Patrick's Day in front of a strip club. Actually, the physically closest strip club to the Capitol building. We tried to get well, a stripper program for his anniversary. I, I might have gotten
4: lucky enough and, and found, uh, found someone just as passionate as you are about cannabis and activism.
1: Well, so get them to, to the Capitol because like, time is running out and the patients here are getting
4: well, screwed. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to introduce you to you. Uh, Jessica, meet Mel.
3: From that hi way. hello hi i'm How? Uh, nice to meet you i've been listening to you <laughs> i agree with pretty much everything you have to say as well i think the things you're pointing out especially about asset forfeiture is completely true
1: well it's about asset forfeiture and filling prison beds to get basically to get them off the hook for basically bad decisions that they made in the past 12 years and so you know it, it's 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 Sure, it's fun to bust people and kick schools in, and we still hate cannabis at a, at a police enforcement level in the state of Colorado, but there's also the problems of just wanting to... I mean, this has been a 10-year effort by law enforcement each year to erode the rights of citizens, and this goes hand-in-hand with the fact that we just put all of the registry for every patient for 200,000 people online with a clause in the uh-huh. user... with a, With a clause in the user agreement that... The user is not protected from data mining, from cookies, from trace backs. I'm, yeah. I'm not in the online system, but you know I ran for county commissioner, which had me have a registered account with the Secretary of State's office for my campaign donations. So when I went, after talking to our friend too, because he was concerned about filing his registration on there, and I went and I looked at what was going on. And I didn't enter any data about myself, I just went to the page that said, you know, here's here's where you would enter your data. And I had to take a screenshot of it because it pulled up and put in my Secretary of State's campaign finance password and suggested to use my, put in my account name as the account name for my medical marijuana account and then suggested exactly the right number of digits for my password, for me to enter my password from my campaign finance tracking account at the Secretary of State's office into the state's marijuana registry for tracking medical marijuana patients, which means without my name ever having been entered into the data there, they were already tracking me and already recognized me even though I had not already voluntarily agreed to use the online tracking system.
0: Yeah, and that's pretty... And it's also like you give up your rights. That's illegal. And you give up your rights pretty much. It was un, it, under, this is what I understood, but you are right. telling me
1: in, in the In the user agreement, there's a 10-page user agreement, which is almost unheard of for any government website. Usually they just say, you know, government website, information available, blah, blah, blah. This one says on page three of the 10-page user agreement, if the medical marijuana patient is not satisfied with the terms of this agreement, your sole recourse is to not use the medical marijuana registry, period. You are no longer a medical patient if you don't want to agree to having your HIPAA protected information, your medical records, your residential information about where you live and how long you've been a patient. All of that is now available to law enforcement. I found a video on the Department of Health's website for law enforcement to train them on how to track a patient through their card number so basically how to go back through a patient's card information and how to find out if somebody is a medical patient even if they you don't already have their card number so if all you have is their name you can go fishing through the whole system to find out if they've ever been a medical patient
3: they don't scan the barcode on the back of your card for no reason well my purple card has a car has a code on it and this,
1: they, they threw away they the scan machine. it
3: all the time i have uh, i've had med and my grow a few times because we're involved in the lawsuits so I've had med down here. I've had others down here to, just to check my count because they want to make sure that uh, if they can catch me just one plant over, then it makes the whole lawsuit look bad. So uh, they're in and out of here all the time. Well, off, offline, <laughs> I
1: want to talk to you more about this and get some more information and see if I can provide you with some stuff that'll help you with that. So, James, yeah, we are. Yeah, we're, we're having a
3: great time. We're having a great time in you know Pueblo area fighting right now, but. Uh, I mean, we had a crazy fight on 200, and now we're just back now to fighting for our counts. So, <laughs> yeah, that's all we can do, right?
1: That's where that's you're-
3: all you can do is, is is always say what you have to say. Make sure you open your mouth and don't keep your opinions to yourself. The more we want our mouths, the more they have to listen to us, and the less they can ignore us. Well,
1: now, you're saying you're in Pueblo, and so were you part of the raids that were about six months ago, or were you on... Un-
3: no, 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 I'm not involved in any of that. Okay, well, I was just curious. I've had no issues. I've never been in any type of trouble. Even as 25 years as an outlaw in Ohio, I never even got a traffic ticket. So I came out here from Ohio, and I've been following the rules as they set them for me, <laughs> and that's the way I've been doing it.
1: <laughs> it's like playing double Dutch jump rope. You never get to stand still.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as they change the rule, I change my grow, because there's no way they're going to catch me up.
1: Right. But now, I mean, it's going to be really hard to do a breeding project with 12 freaking plants.
3: Well, yes, that is the truth. And that is, uh, honestly, that's the reason why we may be walking out of Colorado. If I, if we can't accomplish the work that we need to do here, and most importantly for me is accomplish the work I need to do for my patients, then I'm going to go where I need to be to accomplish my work. I'm, I'm different, I'm sure, than a lot of people because I'm not concerned so much with the recreational market. I'm all about medicine. And if Colorado fights me on developing the proper medication for my, my my patients i'm gone i'll take the tax money that i spend here i'll take my money and i will spend it in another state <laughs> yeah, that's how i feel about well, it well
0: it's amazing how colorado's like again turning back on its patients Say, it's like turning back on its uh, people that moved here to uh, take care of themselves or take care of their family and it's like you know there a lot of these people it's like literally you know it, you can't eliminate any of the strains. There's, you can't eliminate any of the plants that are in there. There's not going to and, and
3: No. And nobody's going to I can't stop. lose any of my work.
1: No. Exactly. And, and, and what I've said for about five years, when going back to when they just started to let labs do intellectual property testing on products developed here, that we needed to protect and nurture the intellectual property that our state was creating – and create a safe haven where somebody who was developing a new product would be protected for their intellectual property, not exploited. I mean, basically now the labs in the state of Colorado have permission to sell any product developed here to the highest bidder from any other state for their own gain. With no, with no yeah. there's, You can't even have a non-compete agreement with the lab not to disclose the formula of a proprietary product developed in Colorado.
3: And I I have to tell you, honestly, I pay so much more attention to things that will affect my patients that you guys are probably a lot more versed on things than I am. All I pay attention to is what's going to affect my patients. If it's going to affect my patients, then I go somewhere where my patients will not be affected. That's what matters to me. I'm not going to lie. I'll run away from bad laws so that my patients get what they need. I'm not going to deal with it.
1: Yeah, the patients does I'm working—it does—but <laughs> the patients I'm working with can't get up and leave. Most of them are too sick yeah. to get up and go somewhere new. So. I'm, no, I mean, I'm, I go. I'm stuck here with I don't them.
3: expect my patients to go. I go. No, but I, <laughs> I guess... did it in Ohio. I treated people for many, many years in Ohio, and I wasn't able to treat them properly because I couldn't do all the work I needed to do with an outlaw. So that's one of the reasons I came out here, so I could continue my work and not have to be an outlaw anymore. But now it feels like Colorado wants to make me an outlaw again, so maybe I should take a hike.
0: No, I mean, I think uh, enough people here are going to – hopefully rally. I mean, it's kind of weird because like you said, people don't, you know, you you put the word out and nobody shows up. And I I understand that because it's like everyone gets Well, actually
1: what happened then was that these lobbyists and backstabbers and so-called cannabis Mm -hmm. activists put out the word and said, oh, don't worry, don't worry, we're going to defeat this. And then turned around and sold everybody. They didn't want anyone to be there to witness them saying that they supported this bill. So they
3: When I shared that information, let me interrupt you, I'm sorry. When I shared that information, I received so many messages, people telling me that's fake, that's not happening, that's not true. Someone was out there saying that that wasn't happening and convincing people that it wasn't happening. I probably got 10 messages on Instagram when I shared it, telling me, no, that's fake, that's false news, that's not happening.
1: I get up at 6.30 every weekday morning and check the legislative calendar because it's supposed to be up by 7 a.m., and i check yeah. it for like 45 minutes every day to make sure that they haven't snuck something in at the last minute you know this is how i found out that they have a bill that they just introduced this week to, to basically dismantle the governor's marijuana task force which is the mm-hmm. entity behind this bill 1220. and what else has been interesting is that you know the this, this the bill to give ptsd patients medical access to cannabis on the registry has been held hostage for 2 weeks. They haven't given it a floor vote because they won't. They're basically telling all these lobbyists that worked on the that bill, if you speak up against 1220, we're going to kill the PTSD bill that you've been working on for all these years. So the Clubs yeah, bill and the PTSD bill have both been held hostage and delayed from their floor vote for 2 weeks because they're waiting to see if this bill can pass through the Senate tomorrow and then So it went through committee today, it it hasn't been determined, like they haven't posted whether or not it passed a vote or not in committee today, where they were trying to resolve that the amendments that the Senate put on the bill are completely different than the amendments that the House put on the bill, which is good, because if they can't agree on the amendments, the bill could still die. But this bill has been the fastest fast track I've ever seen in nine years of going to the Capitol every week for the entire legislative session and being really deeply involved in the Cannabis legislative policy So I'm pretty blown away by how quickly This whole thing moved through I've never seen a bill go through both houses In less than a month It's absolutely unheard of
0: Yeah, and especially especially uh, so against What the people have voted for uh, You know, in, in, in your face like, Right, and the, the
1: thing is That now they're all happy Because it's on the record of legislative intent mm-hmm. That these so-called cannabis activists Came out and said they supported the bill So that gives us no... F- real good ground to fight this in court. This this whole case, if we take this to court and say this is unconstitutional, we have a good chance of having it thrown out because these asshole wannabe fucking negotiators who basically just want to be in high times without having... They don't understand what it means to make a stand. They don't understand what it means to be responsible to the community you represent. They just wanted to have access Mm -hmm. and be able to say, well, we have access, we have the seat at the table, so you better fund our GoFundMe if you want to have anyone listen to your voice. And I'm like, I never fucking wanted a penny from anybody. I just want people to be educated and informed, show up, and participate. I'll give everybody the information every fucking day because I want you to be there, and I want you to use your own words to stop what's wrong. And that's what... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, to me, that's what participants... We don't need other people
3: to speak for us.
1: No, but but it's hard to be on top of when things are going to happen. And so if somebody's willing to say, hey, I will check the calendar, I'll put the dates out, I'll put the the hearings out, you know, next week, next Wednesday is going to be the hearing for this bill to destroy the governor's um, task force on marijuana. And we don't know what this is all about or what the sponsor's intention is. So I'm definitely going to be there and I'll provide a, you know, play-by-play of every person's testimony and what they say paraphrased for my own amusement because i'm not gonna well i'm i'm not a damn secretary if i I think what you're saying is fuckery i'll be like and jim brown says some fuckery fucking bullshit about fucking people up the ass you know because honestly i'm the one who's writing it and i get to write what i want you know but but it will be accurate you will not be given lies about what somebody said because there's a legislative record where you can listen and so i'm i'm you know, I'm not going to conflict that. I'm just going to tell you, like, hey, this person's being a sellout. This person's being a bitch. This person's being a little lobbyist, fuckwad, twat. Right.
0: And it's and it's amazing how it's kind of just culminated in the last months or you know two or everything
1: I've been saying, you know, to people, no. everything. I've no, been I
0: know, saying. I mean, every, if you go back and listen to to the shows, I'm sure it's like you're the you're you're what's that what's that 100?
1: Cassandra is the uh, mythological Greek. No, that was, a there, okay. I was
0: thinking I the other one, though, the one that was more recent, <laughs> that was uh, nailing all this stuff. Uh, Baba Vaga. you know.
1: Oh no? yeah, that too. But yeah. no, I, I have the a, what's Vanga called a Cassandra cannabis. complex. She was doomed to warn everyone of the future, but no one would listen to her. Oh yeah, that's you. 100%. Pretty much. Yeah. 100%.
0: Did she make cheesecakes too?
1: Um, I don't know. Did she make cheesecakes? I
0: was gonna say. I, I was gonna <laughs>
1: guess she made baklava. She?
0: Yeah. She yeah, She's go. Oh, Oh, you're better.
4: Good lord.
0: So, uh, so Mel, tell us about. Uh, so obviously, you're you're. Uh, so, like, how many how many patients are you taking care of right now, approximately?
3: Um, I have four. Okay. So, counting my husband, who sure. is the whole reason I do my work from the beginning. He's had multiple back surgeries, so everything I do, he's my test monkey. There you he go. He gets all the testing first. Yes, he's my little lab rat. So we make sure that everything works for him, and then we know it'll work for others because his chronic pain is so bad. Right. So I have a test lab, and I've been doing this a long time. I did it all in Ohio for many decades and came to Colorado, so I wouldn't go to jail. <laughs> sure, sure. I
0: mean,
3: uh, you know how it goes. 100%, 100%.
0: So, which part of, uh, what I'm sorry? Uh, what part of Like in the like, rural, rural area of uh, Ohio?
3: Obviously. Oh, yeah, I'm from Miggs County, Ohio, which most people know for weed, of course. Miggs County. Yeah, so uh, you're the like the, like the humblest humble, of, humble of Ohio or what? <laughs> I was Mixed like, County, I not know. Again?
0: The Humboldt of uh, Ohio, I would say.
3: Or... Yes, Mix <laughs> County is called the Humboldt of Ohio. We're on the same we were on the same parallel, have the same growing season. Very comparable conditions to Humboldt, except we plant up on ridges on the Appalachian Mountains. But wow. yeah, so um uh, came to Ohio from Mix County and married into a pot family, grew up in a pot family, just kinda didn't have any choice in it. Gotcha. And then when my husband got hurt, I started breeding just for him and Happily, it's worked out for others as well. It's and, made and so a you, lot of people's pain go away.
0: So you do doing a lot of CBD strains, I would assume, or, or are you doing kind of mixed? No, things?
3: no. I work mostly indica strains. Buckeye okay. Purple is the strain most people know me for.
0: Right.
3: I, I, yeah, CBDs, I leave those to others. Other people are much more well-versed in CBD than I am. Gotcha. So I I know that pain has to be treated with more than just CBDs.
0: Yeah, the Buckeye Purple I think, definitely
3: has. Yeah, uh,
4: the term has been used is we call her the queen of perps.
3: They call me the queen of the perps. <laughs> yeah, me and Sonny, right? King and queen of the perps, me
0: and Sonny. Uh, yeah, we we definitely need to get you guys on a show together. That'd be perfect. Um,
3: I love Sonny. He's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, so besides the purple strains, have you picked up anything over here while you've been in Colorado or seen anything recently that you've been kind of playing around with? or? You Um, you mean new strains? Well, I have new.
3: My new strains are coming out. They're dropping right now. I think right now C-Tier now has them. C-Tier now. Yeah. Yeah, C-Tier now has them. Uh, Banana Buckeye F3s are out right now. That was uh, something I started playing with. I had an Oregon kid cut that I was playing with, and I slapped it with some Buckeye Purple a long time ago and just started playing. And now I have her out to a really nice point. I'm very happy with her. She's very OG-leaning with lots of pinks and lots of bananas, sour banana flavors coming out. I'm, I'm just in love with her. Not the deep, intense purple, not the heavy anthocyanins that everybody's looking for, because if you want heavy purple, you go to a true perp strain. Right. But uh, And what else is there? LL's Punch is dropping. That's a true breeding F1. That's an F6 to an F5. So, yeah, there the chuckers Mel, have something Mel, to chuck that's is, a little more stable. Is, is Mel the monkey? Than <laughs> polyhybrids, you know? And, you know, just some fun stuff to play with. And Buckeye Purple's always out there. The NL5F, the 89 NL5F5s will be coming out here in about two months. So, yeah, things
0: are. So, is Mel your test long monkey long. or what? Is Mel the test monkey? Hello? Yeah. No, she's Mel. Oh, no, sorry. Duh. I'm Mel. I forgot you're in there. I forgot you're in there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm thinking
1: Sorry, we so, you have one stone I'm not got to be
0: able to I think of Melva. I don't think Melva. I just think Melva there. Yeah, gotcha. So
1: I have a question. I I know you're doing sure. mostly indicas. Um are you have you gotten anything that you've had any success with outdoor in the short Colorado season?
3: Yeah, the Buckeye Purple finishes super short and the Mixed County season is very short. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at Ohio, so if you're if you're not done by the end of September, you're not gonna really finish in Ohio. Buckeye Purple here, uh, last year I had it finished by third week of August.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. That's they awesome. Were oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's
3: yeah, uh, the Buckeye Purple mother is a 52-day finisher. You don't find anything longer than 58 days. I mean, she's full-on indigo. She's 100%. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find random Aaron Finos that run 75 days because she's not a poly, you know. Gotcha. So, that's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah that's good because it's, it's, it's hard
3: yeah, to outdoor find. Seasonal finish. She'll finish super short here, yeah. Well, and we
1: we do get, you know, a lot of those cold night temperatures at higher altitude here that really enhance the purple color. So I was just curious if you were um, playing around with that some.
3: Yeah, she's purple from as soon as she starts blooming, just like a rose is red or a daffodil is yellow. She doesn't – she isn't affected by temperatures. I've run her in 85 degrees. I've run her in 65 degrees. The color is always the same. It's in the flower, not the foliage.
0: Right, right. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is a lot of people – You know they'll they'll have a a crop at the right time of year, perfect. You know, just hits it nice. And then they uh, they try to grow it indoors. And And then they're like, "Whoa, wonder why?" uh, (laughs)
3: Guys, (laughs) it's completely environmental at that point. Yeah, I know. know? buckeye purple is genetically purple. She'll be purple no matter where you grow her. Right. And how about the the how about the, uh, the buckeye purple? Say it again. What's the genetics of the buckeye purple? Well, when I started working her way, way back when, there was Outlaw Gorilla Grape in there, Ken's Granddaddy Purple, some other foolings around of own makings of Granddaddy Purple, and that was about 10 years ago, I think maybe, when I started with that, and then I had another friend of mine, we were all on a site together called Kinetics, which some people may remember, but uh, there was another friend of mine there who was doing the exact same thing opposite, and I sent him some of the seeds I made, and he sent me some of the seeds he, he made, his name was Stone, and uh I just started messing around. We had all of this mixed together, and I started messing around with his seeds and my seeds. And, you know, 10 years later, she's out to F6. So... No, it's, good. it's good. Sure, it's though. good that you stuck
0: to, it's good that you stuck to something and didn't like uh try to go all over the place with it because that's the problem is everybody gets like caught up in the flavor of the month or whatever and then it's like <laughs> you got to you got to like slow down right. guys, you know? I mean, this is like a long it's, it's a long game really. And uh I think You know,
3: yeah, and that's what I like to do. I'll tell you honestly, I like to have one bread outline when I drop, you know, something that's F4 further. I mean, I wouldn't really call it F4's bread. But, you know, spread out a little close. bit you're, further. You're, you're then will probably f one for those people who like to hunt. You
0: know, yeah no for sure because that's it. what I t- as a good way to go about it though because it's it's like people f- don't understand that there's a lot more work in the F2 and F3 to generate like it, and that's the problem of breeders back before concentrates here for instance got like now you just have a good, good guy making concentrates you give him all your fucked up shit that didn't you know work and like no right. yes give him
1: the good quality shit uh, we're not it, garbage gotta... people
0: <laughs> but i mean <laughs> fucked up in the Don't sense of <laughs> fucked up in the sense of just a slightly off of what you're actually looking for and you know it's a it's a beautiful thing though when you can marry marry the two and have like somebody take your material that you're it's a little bit off a little bit you know maybe not what you wanted to work with
1: we're making concentrates for patients too you know they are entitled
0: right to... yeah once you know it and you nail something that's, that's good to do but as breeder, it's like, it's always been a real uh, pain in the ass as far as, like, people don't understand, like, hey, look, I'm throwing away 95% of what I'm doing, and I'm trying to keep
3: all oh, right the, the top five, you know what I mean? Oh, I They're think there. of the thousands of plants that just, yeah. you know, were run and tossed and run and, and tossed you know, over the years. You know? like they, <laughs> when, think of them as thousands. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other problem of thousands. right now,
0: like, a lot of personal breeders and small time guys and girls and people that are out there breeding, they, they don't want to be, they don't necessarily need to get a, go out and get a license right now, just to do what they're doing, they just need to be able to have uh, you know enough plants around to be able to work both ways because you know a lot of times you're going from both to both directions on a cross you're like you're like you're not 100 sure if you're going to go this way with it or that way with it and you, you got to go test the thir- you know the next you gotta generation. go both
3: ways you, you got can't. no choice you go and, both ways
0: and then you test the next generation and then you go through that and then it's a testing yeah. process obviously that's a killer you know and a lot of people don't even do it themselves they'll hand beans out to a lot of different people get notes back from other people because they just can't even co- comprehend that they have to really grow out like a couple hundred of these things and look at them well, and make sure that plant counts,
1: that's where plant counts matter. And for... That's what I'm saying. So for breeding... There was supposed right. to be a breeding license for the state of Colorado, and it's really pretty much been cock-blocked at yeah, you know, every I mean, turn.
0: So, like, you know, people need to have access to, like, being able to say, like, yeah, well, I'm gonna... It's like, it's, it's not about what you grow, it's about what you keep you use
3: you know, because we right throw away i have a lot to stay in count. i have to store my mails in other people's grows where they have room for them yeah and then they might have so i don't sense go over room. counts i have mails <laughs> stored in other places yeah, but that I shouldn't you have I can't do anything with males. You know, we can't flower them. Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything. Yeah. They should be some type of exemption exactly. for the males. It exactly. should always be some type of exemption. They males, should not be in our count.
0: Males and vegging plants should never count, in my, my opinion, in any way, shape, or form. Oh, you plants should about ne- ne- How about this?
1: Plants should never fucking be counted <laughs> because they're allegedly yeah. legal yeah
0: <laughs>
3: exactly. Yep. exactly exactly you know they're, they're, i, I just, like it or not i don't like it or not we have to count
1: no and I'm, I'm just saying that well you know and the,
0: and the stupid 99 part about was it
1: reasonable if you ha- if you had the right you know
0: you you also back us up into a corner and as a grower it's like you know we all have the same exact fucking thing in our mind we're like oh okay well how many so all right so i'm growing in a seven-gallon pot right now. I think I'll just put that up to a 200-gallon per plant. And then I have, I'm doing one light I per five plants. I think I'll just do five lights per plant. So I'll do five lights per plant, 200 gallons per plant. Yeah, we're good. I'll do 12 plants. No problem. I'm good. Got you. You know what I mean? I and that's that's how people think. and, we're, and I've, they're, I've
1: seen they're, that grow. They're going to
0: run into those, and they're going to be like, holy fuck, we weren't we're thinking about this. And then they have to try to change, you know, to.
1: No, I, I've seen the 300-gallon dirt, yeah. like, i don 't know what the hell that thing was intended for originally, but i 've seen the grow with the, the the twenty foot greenhouse, mm-hmm. and the plants are up to the roof mm-hmm. so i mean it 's up
0: to you I mean, but the problem is that a lot of people. There, If you're say you're in a situation where you're in a wheelchair, you can't be growing 20 foot plants. You know, no. you're gonna have to like have a no. table that's down real but low. Sea of green. And you're gonna have to grow. You know, and the thing is, you're gonna have to grow small plants that you can pick up. You can't you know? Can't right. pick up a five, seven gallon pot in a wheelchair. It's impossible. You know what I mean? It's like you got to be able to pick up a little. T- you know, one gallon, two gallon pot, three gallon maybe max, and then just flower those and bitches. And that's the and person have,
1: who needs the Thai plant need, for juicing, they, regardless.
0: Exactly, and they just grow them quick. Boom, harvest them early, juice them, you know, and that's, and that's, I mean, there's so many different parameters that it just doesn't even, like, make sense that they're going to get in our way and try to tell us how to do what we're doing because we're not even causing a problem. It's like, that's, that's the other part. I'm like, wait right. a minute. There
1: has never been a patient on the MMR registry with a high plant count that has been directly charged. There have been caregivers who have been charged with diversion. There's never been a private individual patient who was growing 75 plants at their house who's been charged with diversion. When you're that sick, you don't have time to go shop in Craigslist to find somebody to buy the the two or three ounces you might have extra because the reality is you don't have pounds extra when you're that sick. You have maybe a little of overage that you could share with somebody else who you've met through some networking, but they've really tried to shut down the ability for patients to network, which was the best, you know, in the in the initial phase, when we first went legalization in Colorado, there was so much information exchange from patient to patient, you know, where a group of 30 people with MS could get together in the same room, they could medicate, they could talk, and they could say... You know, these are the three strains I've tried that have really given me the best relief. You know, I've got a, I've got right now a patient that I've worked with for years who has neuropathy, and he swears by the mob boss. He loves the mob boss. If, You know, and I mean, some of it, sometimes I think it's psychosomatic. If we just tell him it's the mob boss, he'll feel better because he <laughs> believes in it. But, you know, the, the, but that's a true thing. Placebos and psychosomatic is a part of medicine. And when we understand that, that the terps that you taste impact, the terps that you taste the ones that you crave are probably the ones that your body needs because you, you, your body knows sometimes more than your than your, you know, education can catch up with. I mean, well, I've electrolytes.
0: Known, you're talking about now, right? We well, crave.
1: You, bodies I mean, crave. not just even <laughs> my but, body like, but people who have like precursors of tumors are going to crave oh, yeah. more of like limonene and right. type of things that are tumor reduction oriented. By nature, I think. I mean, to me, I sure. like to smoke something that smells like a funky Sicilian's armpit. You know, that's my preference. Maybe <laughs> with hints of diaper. You know, but um, right. everybody's got different terps that they
3: crave. And I. I got a girl you would love. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said that. And you no, just no, spoke I, about I just, I, I, I just talk just about, about exactly what I like. About a girl I have. It here. pisses
1: me off when I go into dispensary and some hottie with a fucking nice rack is like, diaper. I'm like Sweet, Sweetheart Go down to one of these Rig fucking Rig raff affairs. I guarantee you You'll get knocked up And you'll find out About diapers And what they smell like
3: Right <laughs> Right
0: So you got a funky you, So you have a funky girl There you said Smells like diapers Yeah Diapers a, and I like, I, I like Nasty I like, one I like diapers We always like We like the yeah, Dirty I'm... diapers
1: and
0: it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different world yeah.
1: I, I want to smell like That smells like An old Italian guy's White beater Wife beater When he took it off You know Just good Yeah shit. if my
3: male's orange Reeks like uh, Some some <laughs> nasty girl From a hippie fest That hasn't taken a bath In a week And so she's trying To cover it up With some orange oil It's the most disgusting thing On the face of the have, earth It's wonderful Have, 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 have you met Jessica? Hey, <laughs> pen, no. you know, James. <laughs> not an un- oh, God, I didn't just describe you, did I? <laughs> I, know, I? I
1: took a shower last fucking week. Fuck you, James. <laughs> All right.
3: All right. You know,
1: I may right. be underwashed. No, I'm still too hot for you, James. James knows, showered or not, I'm still out of his fucking league.
0: That's true. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is true.
1: Yet, um, yet I love him, you know. He's out there for me. Hey, so um,
0: I'm going to do a – since I got James on the line and we're t- we haven't done our proper uh, sponsor shout-outs yet, we should probably do that real quickly and uh, and then finish our last – we still have an hour to go, so um, I want to do this through real quick. Oh. And I'm going to finish off with you, James, so if you need to go run and do anything real right now, you got a little few minutes. Uh,
4: cool. And Mel, can you stick with us for another hour? I know Mel's having her uh...
0: –
3: the yeah. worst
4: possible thing ever. you're heating, your your uh, your water tank
3: blows uh, up. Oh yeah, well. they're in there. Re- yeah, they're in there putting in a new hot water heater. That's all right. I'm hiding in the TV. However
0: long you can yeah, hang with us, that'd day. be great. If you can hang with us half cool. hour or two, whatever. Um, cool. Um, so yes, let me sure. go through my guys that keep the lights on here and the guys that keep this thing rolling. Uh, our buddies Jeremy over at Build a Soil. We'll start with you. Buildasoil.com for all of your custom fertilizer needs. All your custom uh, amendments any kind of Bokashi, any kind of uh, a... Hey, Bell, you, you know these guys? You know Build-A-Soil? Have, have you heard of them yet?
3: No, I don't know them. No, they should. don't let me out of Pueblo County much.
0: Well, these guys deliver, so they're even better for Really cool people. Super cool. Check them out yeah. online. They have the greatest uh, uh, selection of organic, uh, like I said, amendments and soils. They can do custom soil blends. Uh, de- deliver to your door they they're awesome. So, uh, you can also just call him to you say Jeremy, what's up? 855 877 soil. What up? And he's uh, p- except for James. James is obviously the, the best customer service in the world cuz he's I mean, the <laughs> best. The best this this.
1: Unless he's insulting. I'll even do it like
0: I'll even give you one of those well, because I, I pay somebody.
1: I ask somebody to do customer service. That's
0: um, But but uh, <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy's customer service is pretty damn fucking good. Like He'll come out to your spot if you've got some serious issues. I've seen him do it. Like, all right, I'm coming. And that's like, you know, come on, guy. Um, and if you want to go – no, we're not even doing him right now. He's going last. Fuck seats here now right now. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Screw, them. Screw that guy. Our buddies at Growstone. They're actually supposed to be shot by us. Right, Shade didn't show up already. Uh, growstone.com. These guys have the great selection <coughs> of totally – Uh, recyclable uh, which is great and uh, it's it's uh, perlite for me is one of those things that like as a grower you know you you love hey you got to use it at what you think but now you don't because you have something better Um, but with perlite there's you know it has a life to it it's like after a while that shit don't even work anymore with this stuff it never breaks down Um, you know if it does a little bit still usable Recycled glass. That's why we're here drinking our root beers. So we're working. We're working. This for was a
1: delicious. You like that root beer? Um, I usually yeah. drink normal beer. I was concerned one. it might make me belch on air, but I seem to have worked through it. Yeah, you haven't done not, not bad job at all. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not yet, at least. We'll work up to a. Ribbon. These guys at Gristone—they have, f- I think, it's five different products total, maybe four, maybe five. I'll find out something like that. But the uh, the smallest one is their their nat nicks which is they're keeping those little fuckers away by having a little two-inch zone of the nice, razor-sharp little pieces of glass, which
1: cuts their little
0: bodies apart and destroys them. (laughs) Don't you love that?
1: Can we roll some of those cannabis octopus I was talking about earlier in that? Yeah, we
0: could definitely roll them in that. Um, We'll make them into caviar. And the largest ones are for aerating underneath your soil and all the sizes in between. They also do a cocoa mix. um, But check them out, Grosso.com, where they're located close to you. If not, tell those suckers to get them in the shop. And incredibles incredibles edibles. Oh, I knew I knew there'd be some little Fireberry
3: sm- for breakfast every morning is the way to start the day. That is my favorite oh, too. My. You you nailed it right there.
0: Fireberry is my favorite.
3: Fireberry for a Fireberry and a cup of coffee is like that that is the only way to start your morning. That's awesome.
0: If That's not, right. you can grab an avocado bar. That's also not a bad combo in the morning. Um if you don't have a the best coffee that'll make your coffee taste better if you have really good coffee like I always like then there, you go fireberry and you're you're rocking with that um, they've got a bunch of new flavors I'm trying to get uh, Derek on the show in the next week or two because I am want I'm to try all these new flavors because I can't even can't talk about things I haven't tried can I man what the fuck how the hell am I supposed yeah. to do these ads um, but you can also go to I and check out the website they've got a Locator on there. You can't even see Colorado on the locator. There's so many places that have it. So don't even try to find actually which shop near you has one because they're stacked on top of each other. But they're also available in Nevada now and in California. So the whole world maybe one day will experience The Incredibles. And our buddies over at New Millennium, uh, they have the uh, their line. which is all based on the seasons, which I love. So right now, you'd be using a lot of spring green if we were just like controlling the seasons. Unfortunately, we can't do we, we can't do that because we would be saying it, it's barely spring now. But it, even though
1: we it's have fucking like summertime, it
0: feels like summertime right now, huh? We have passed. I know it's, it's official. It's, it's official. Seven
1: inches at my house yesterday. It's official.
0: You don't count. You don't count. Oh. Down here, we haven't seen shit. It's been
1: flatlanders. This has been
0: the worst. This has been the weirdest, weirdest winter ever. But uh, supposed to get
1: like a foot of snow tomorrow
0: i know well that's what i knew was gonna happen that's good though now i now i want it now i understand i'm like give me this oh we need the water
1: at i found like mom's. 40 dandelions on the hill behind my house only one of them's coming up i need i need
0: that uh but our guys over at new millennium uh they've got four seasons based on their nutrients and as i said you kind of control it uh they also got that great d- d- product decision which is when you're in the between your phases and you can really see it uh so add some uh, add some speed to your plants. Um, check them out. They're gonna be on the show in a couple weeks too. They got some other new products they're coming out with, uh, new carbo load sort of thing. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, a new spray. Ooh, the sprays. The hickory it smells like hickory. this fucking shit works great. Um, and m- last but definitely not least, our buddies over at Seeds are now now. Seeds here, now. seeds here now. What's seeds the cha- what's the big specials? To- I got since I got you on the line, I might as well make you do all the work. What's uh, the big specials? you got oh, dropping? What do you got dropping? What do you got dropping? Right. Oh, tell us about so, t- no. Tell us, tell us, tell, about, tell us about tell. Don't even forget about seeds here now. Tell us about the auctions because that that I never get into enough on the show yet. Tell us about yeah. seedaholics. All
4: right, so we have uh, I've got another site that's a that's a that's a new site. It's uh, called seedoholics.com. Um, and what that site allows me to do is it allows my breeders and uh, and other people that are vetted But mainly the breeders to pull out say they've got four packs of something they were gonna do and never finished or Thought they had a plan to to, to breed these and then just didn't get away with it Well it allows my breeders to put these packs up on up up for sale And then you guys can uh, bid on them and auction them off and then the money goes back to the breeders um, no chain of custody is ever broken as with our co- our company so the breeders make sure that uh, you get the correct gear. Um, we do all the payments online, just as usual, with uh, we take credit card and all those things, good things. But seedaholics.com, you can go there right now. We've got a pack of the face, which was uh, Archives Big Boy last year that he didn't sell. Uh, the people are bidding on that. I think we just sold the chocolate covered strawberries. We've had the cube up there. We've had a few of the Starfighter packs. Um,
3: I didn't send you any north. Dead North. I thought I was sending um, a Dead North for that. No Dead North.
4: You yeah, did get
3: the Dead interested.
4: North up on the option? Uh, no, I will. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, didn't realize it was in there? But I, I'll put it up there. Uh, Maybe
3: up I there. didn't send them. Sorry, I meant to. Yeah. <laughs> so,
4: so got, see, the nice thing is we've got. I've got it set up so where the breeders, you guys, can log in yourselves, pick up, put the pictures up, put your own descriptions up, put your own. Uh, basically, list them with your your own self. And so you can put them up yourself, and they put you put your your price if you Say want. Yourself your that Say yourself stuff. one more
0: time. Say so. <laughs> yourself one more time. Yourself. He's it's, it's empowering. So if yourself can do it. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: so um, um,
4: so that site's up and going. Uh, the auctions start every day. They end every day at four twenty. Um, I would definitely suggest getting it on that. Um, I know a lot of exotic packs are on there. The lost packs are on there. A whole bunch of gate stuffs going to be coming up. A whole bunch of uh, old aficionado stuff that they have that they've been holding on to is going to come up so it's kind of just a nice outlet for breeders to be able to get rid of some of their smaller packs and get uh the true value for them so to say um and and also for people to get those things they heard about
0: but they can never going to get again you know that's that's what these are all about like oh man i i
4: I love that that uh, it's it's like the cookies and cream s1 or uh, f1s right now that that we're selling people are like oh i can get the cookies and cream i'm like yeah but it's not it's not the f1 the the first one he did was the Mystery Cookies Crossed with Starfighter. The second one is a Cookies Crossed with Cookies. And so, you know, people are really wanting to get on that that, that original one, that, those F1s. But um 2 of course, you we'll always see the March Madness sale. I'll go through it real quick. Uh, we have a bunch of BOGOs, so buy one, get one. Mycotech, After Eight and Missing Link, Homegrown Natural Wonders, Doctor Who and TARDIS, Swamp Donkey, Blood Diamond and Lift Ticket uh, are all BOGOs. Buy one, get one free. Um, obsolete Genetics, the sour apple, the alien tarantula, the alien orange gum, and the alien orange Congolese, and also all buy one get one. free pack will be picked by our shipping department. Thank you for understanding. The other March Madness deals, 20% off all Dark Horse, 20% off all Unknown Profit, 15% off all Obsolete Genetics Group. All Motor Rebels trains are 88 88 a pack. Um, you get a free pack of the never released, never to be sold LRB-81 with any exotic genetics order. The first person to grow it out, provide pictures, and correctly guess the cross, I'll give a free pack of the cube to. Yeah. Did, like, did you have like two? Did you have two teleprompters Farms. in
0: front of you? you Have two teleprompters in front of you? You're just going like. It's
1: all from his memory. No, no, just... <laughs> it's all from his
4: memory. <laughs> I'm just going through my, my deal section. Okay. Uh, nice. All bog seed, Crockett Family Farms, Brothers Grimm, and the Seed Company TSK are also 15% off. Um, buy two motor packs and get a free five pack. Uh, alex's choice or shipping department's choice Buy any two packs of brothers Grimm, get a free 10 pack of the cindy hayes Buy a free by any uh get a free five pack of lrb 81 by exotic with any purchase orders orders over 300 get a free three pack of hell monkey orders over 600 get a free three pack of hell monkey and a free five pack of the triangle crips uh by freedom of life seeds which is the florida triangle crossed with jim's crippy og uh we have a text uh the vip text club sign up for that seven six zero six seven zero three one three zero, and that way you get a text as soon as uh anything drops today we have the new melvinetics drop um four strains went up next week we've got the uh, uh making america grape again so we've got the new canterado grape line coming out
3: your work, your work, your work, your my your eyes rolled <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. I love that. That's a great title. I'm sorry. I love yep. that. I like it. <laughs> I know, make grape again. That's awesome.
4: and then we'll also have the new Dosi crosses. Does uh, that strain I, actually I come I out orange? To, I'll be getting together with Fletch this afternoon, uh, this weekend in Seattle. And uh, uh, let's see, we got you got to burn the time. Those Dosi male, Dosi male cross with Amnesia, cross with Shred Pie, cross with Dosi Doe Nine, cross with Dosi Twenty Two, cross with High Octane. Gorilla, gorilla, ape, gorilla glue, Louis the eighth, NorCal piss, purple Oracle. So he pretty much took his dossier mail and hit it with everything. But that's that's the hot that's the hot stuff. And that'll be coming up next week. Pre-sale for that happens on um, Saturday, twelve oh one a.m.
0: That would suggest pre-sale. Bam. See, thank God I didn't have to read all that. Yeah. Whew. I know. Does it, the, does
1: it. he like does that one he makes <laughs> you do if oh, he sponsors those, you and, that and whole for all thing?
4: The listeners, because... Because we, have, we appreciate all the listeners listening in, even though it sometimes might not be a Friday, it may be a Thursday. I appreciate it all. Uh, ADSI ship will get you free shipping. Boom. So just type in the code ADSI ship, and you will get free shipping.
0: Finally, <laughs> finally, finally yeah. we get our we get our we get our own shipping thing. You, good job, good job, James. And, yeah, uh, that's
4: all I got. That's all I got for now.
0: That's all you got. That was good. Yeah. Perfect. Um,
3: I'm proud of you.
0: We're all proud of you. Thank you, thank you. We're, we're Giant baby to. steps. Giant. Take just, a, take the right no, I have to reading. say
3: I'm proud too. Okay, I'm proud of him too. There you go. Yay! Yeah, yay! yay. <laughs> Giant baby steps. Good, good. Giant
0: baby steps. Good job.
1: Uh, <laughs> I said I like to smell a diaper, right. but I don't approve of baby stepping. Baby stepping? No. No, no, no I'm not, I'm not doing a no baby steps.
0: Baby because when, oh. when he went around the teepee, he was so big that he didn't want to, like, step on the moon thing that they have under there. And he, like, kind of kept his steps real small. And so the the uh, roadman was like, mm, giant baby steps. And we were, like, <laughs> we were like, I guess that's his name. I guess he's found his thing. His, his you know, spirit animal. <laughs> his spirit animal is a giant baby steps. Baby yeah. Huey. <laughs> well...
4: Round four, round five of that stuff, you want to make sure you're walking in the right area, you know? You don't want to do pull a, pull a two and kick the circle out, you know? That's true. You, two you,
0: stepped you. on the moon when Good we the first right out of the gate. Yeah. He was, like, right in front of the guy, like, oh. Oh, are you kidding me? like, yeah. I stepped on it a little bit. <sighs> two. But, you guys are harsh uh, critics. As
4: we went down and talked to the uh, Native American uh, um, uh, church, Church of Native Americans, and uh, I thought it was going to be more of a fun type deal, but it was more of a stand up for cannabis and hemp and, and activist thing. And it was sitting for twelve hours cross-legged in a teepee.
0: It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was all right. At least you did yeah. You did you, you never screamed purple. Purple pineapple. So we were good. We, we didn't. I, I,
4: I tried. I, I, yeah, nobody yeah, we, saw me, but I tried.
0: That was our code, <laughs> that was word. code word. That was, was a code a word. word. Like if we had to get out of here, it like purple pineapple. But yeah, once you, past, <laughs> once you got past once you got past eight hours, there was no turning back. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but, yeah, so right now the Melvinetics drop is online.
4: Yes, um, tell us about that. About that purple is, is that there. And which uh, which which strains did you work with Sunny on, uh, on that, that, the uh, double purple? None, data?
3: none, none. Right. Sunny uh, and I haven't worked together at all. Uh, Oh, I thought you guys—you yeah. would use uh, no. he's just my friend. <laughs> uh-huh. No, we're yeah. You know, we just say that because you know it's just the joke that started at the Emerald Cup. Everybody started saying it at the cup because I'm Buckeye Purple and he's Double Purple Doja, and and we were walking around together. So we started hearing King of Queen of Burps, King
4: of Queen of Burps. Oh, nice. Um, That's
3: yeah, it. I thought, That's I, all.
4: I, 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 I thought for sure it
3: was a Double Purple Doja in that in that cross. No, there's no Double Purple Doja in there. Oh, good well, deal. there is a Gorilla Grape. I mean outlaw oh, gorilla, gorilla grape. grape is double purple has double purple doja in it, but I didn't like right. go out and get yeah, double purple doja and that. put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. No, okay. no, but it's in the gorilla grape. Yep, and we've got uh um
4: the ba- the banana.
3: Yes, the banana, which was uh an Oregon kid cut that was shared around one of our private forums that wasn't something that is like out there in the general population or anything. It was just a really nice cut that we all shared around one of our forums, and we all kind of played with it, and I just kind of went a little further with it. But that banana, I love this banana cross. The sour banana after the cure. I have not found one yet without the sour banana. It's amazing. And so many gorgeous, just the lavenders and the pinks. It's just so pretty in the bag. <laughs> you know, they look so great. And it's just my husband, when he needs energy during the day, he goes to the banana buckeye because then he can get his pain relief, and he can function. He's not, like, sitting on the couch drooling. From Indigo. <laughs> so, yeah, nice one. That's the banana,
0: and, and that banana yeah, is a nice one. I enjoy that, her. That banana really comes through as far as like, because uh, it's amazing when you get that. You're just like, it's it's so subtle yet so distinctive. When you go like, holy shit, that really does have a banana asked.
3: And the male I keep, the male I keep is a trifoliate male, and when you rub him, he's just like fresh bananas. Really? It's not even that candy banana. It's that. Like you're peeling a banana and you're going to eat it. It's so neat, the way he smells. I've never found a male that will smell like him, ever.
0: Uh-huh. How how long how long have you had that one for? Uh,
3: this male, three years. I've been holding on to this trifoliate, and then I still have the first male that I ever used to when I was fooling around. Uh-huh. I still hold on to him and mess around with him, but the trifoliate male yeah about three years maybe three and a half years yeah
0: mm-hmm. that's one of those things is uh, keeping males around people don't realize is uh, it's like you know it is one of those uh tough things because you're you're always holding them back holding them back holding them back and some strains you know they 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 won't and some strains you're just like they have that tendency that you so you have to like ditch those along the way they're just good for that moment. i have a little
3: thing i do i don't know if any of you guys do this this just so, might be my personal thing but when it comes to the males I cut and I root, but every third round, I flower them completely just Uh to make sure shit hasn't gone weird, you know? I I don't know if you guys do that as well with your males, but every third clone, I flower them completely to finish just to be safe. Right. Is that something anybody else does? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well,
0: I guess it's as long as you have it in your rotation because some people uh, just have things and they don't actually use them too much, but if if you're definitely in some, it's like anything, uh, if you're Doing any kind of production, you gotta make sure things are are still you know working the way they are. Especially like, uh you know, what I always notice is people don't realize that you'll you'll take a seed, you'll grow the seed out, and that's that's that seed. You need to take the clone off of that plant, grow that clone off, and then to see if that's what you really want to keep. Because a lot of times people you think did. like they go like, oh, that's the one right there. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you take that and you. You have a clone of it. And it doesn't it doesn't perform exactly the same as as that particular seed plant did. You know, um, but I but with the but if you have long term, if you're keeping something for ten, I have I have some strains that are literally twenty two, twenty three years old now, and it's like you know I've had to keep, even though I don't I have other newer 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 versions of it, I keep that thing alive just because yeah. it's like fuck, you know, I want to be able to go back to the source at, right. at any given moment. You know. And, uh...
3: Well, another reason I like to flower like that, too, is because I like to gather the pollen. It doesn't stay forever. Mm-hmm. And that way, just in case something weird happens, I mean, what if I have a fire and my grow burns down and I lose everything? At least I still have my male's pollen stored in the, you know, and I've got oh, it. Sure. So every three months, you know, every third clone, I flower them out and I store Spoiler more pollen yeah. and make so that I know I always have viable pollen, too. Sure. Yeah, and I mean the thing with yeah, pollen too is like, you idea. know, you
0: might have uh if you have something that's a few years old it might it, you might get a small amount of them to go but it'll work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, compared to uh, and and that's the thing I love to do. If I'm making seeds it's always from a li- it's always from live stuff just because the, the results are so mm-hmm. much better, you know. Plus I don't want to do all the work yeah. like that. It's like I'll like let the right.
3: But I just, you know, I, I lost some things a long time ago and I learned to just store that pollen, store that pollen because if not, you end up screwing yourself down the road, you know. Sure. So every every third clone. Well, yeah, and, you're, and if you're having <laughs> and if
0: you're giving your mails to other people to hold, you know, there's always a risk there too. It's like you never know come come.
3: come. Um, mislabeling, yes. Well,
0: that yeah, that or just you know people not not understanding how important that thing is
3: because it's not connected well, to. Well,
1: the there's system. so many environmental factors that can happen that you oh, know, yeah. can impact. The yeah.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah, and you know you have to choose your your friends that you do those kind of things with very carefully. You choose only people who are high quality farmers. Like, you know, there's there's plenty of high quality farmers out there, but you got to pick like four or five that you can trust to store your stuff.
1: Well, and you and always you're good to go right. Always in Colorado, it's good to keep in mind that we have had times where weather has led to extended power outages, and that's mm-hmm. it's a huge garden. I mean. Uh, over 20 years living in this state, I've watched a lot of gardens come and go from that. Where people live in rural parts of the state. Oh yeah, you gotta
0: have your backups ready to go with that situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and it's it's. Oh, yeah. That's a scary thought. I mean, well, if, if
1: everyone in a group is all in one area and that whole area loses power for three days, mm. everybody's garden's pretty fucked, and everybody's going hermy if they survive.
0: Oh yeah, the East Coast got slammed this year, with a lot of gardens that got lost along the way. There was, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Take
3: that,
0: corner.
1: out. the
4: West got <laughs> the West got slammed too. We pretty much saw uh, rain from October first to October thirty first. I know I've seen probably you know certain gardens fifty to sixty percent of their crop loss because of mold. I yeah, it was just bad the West.
0: That's what I heard too in Oregon. I heard my friend said that uh, they was like just gray sticks as far as I could see. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> fuck. You know, like what are you gonna do? Much. Yeah, well, it's, it's farming. Yeah, oh, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, uh, so we are on the wine now. we got about eight minutes left or something like that, or how long we got? In the show? Uh,
1: we're at two, two hours. hours
0: right now. Oh, we're only at two hours. Shit, I thought we were a lot longer. Cool. We
1: am time. I staying for the whole show, or am uh, I leaving and these guys are taking over? You're
0: not leaving. No, you're never leaving.
3: You're uh, you,
1: get you just here. want to look at my tits, James. Don't lie to the people.
3: I, what hey, you so can't say that. that. If I ever have to come there, my husband's never going to let me come there if that's what they're going to be doing. <laughs>
1: I swear to God. Your husband is safe. So... James isn't
0: even here, so he'd have to yeah, really no, look hard.
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just making light of the situation here. Of course. Yeah, of course <laughs> we are all irreverent. There, there's no one here who's really, like, not irreverent. But uh, you, you don't have to. You, you could talk about whatever the fuck you want. I'm not, I'm not here to, di- you know, influence your dialogue. Minutes, yeah.
3: Hey, do we have a minute? I'd like yeah. to mention a group that I work with. Is that okay? Of course. Okay. I have a group um, that I work with in New England. They're called the New England Veterans Alliance. And they are covering all of the New England states working as activists to make sure that veterans have safe access. And uh, I I just wanted to mention them because if anybody is listening and they're in the New England area, they definitely need to go to NEVA.com because these guys are bust and hump, like you would not believe. They are testifying everywhere. They're part of all the lawmaking, and they're making sure that the patients are getting the medicine that they need. Some of these guys are patients going without their own medicine so that their friends can have medicine. So um, if you're someone who is a veteran and you need help and you're in the New England area, you contact the New England Veterans Alliance today, and they will help you any way that they can. So that's what I wanted to say. That's cool. And part of that, we just
4: uh, she helped me, uh, motivated me as well. We just set up a code on the website. Uh, N E V A is the is the is the code. Um, you get ten percent off the site, uh, all veterans. So
3: yep, um, yeah, ten percent off. We can do. yeah. Uh, use the N E V A for the is your promo code for that N E V A. Yep. But uh, definitely, if you're somebody who's in the New England area and you're having trouble getting a hold of your medicine, you're having trouble growing your medicine, even just finding decent genetics. Um a good place to find these guys is at the Tetra Hydra Club which is in um Wakefield, Rhode Island. Uh there it's a metal you pay five bucks, you get in, it's for anybody with a medical card from any state can go yeah. in there it's my buddy and it's all my buddy patient Jason. to patient. So good you can talk a to a lot of people and you can find what you need there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Jordan's, Jordan who's the guy who owns that place. He's one of the he's he's a good friend of mine and he's
3: He's, yeah, he's, well, he's, I had a great time there last weekend. I was nice. there with them, and it's a great place, a great vibe, and a lot of great <laughs> farmers for sure.
0: Yeah, no, it's. A, I grew up in Rhode Island as a kid, and it was funny because I, you know, I was always a weed head when, when I was a kid, and got in trouble, and I got in trouble in school, and everybody always knew I was like, oh, "That's the guy who does all the weed," <laughs> right? And then uh, when I when I <laughs> when I went back recently, you know, as an adult, to come back, and I'm like fucking everybody here smokes weed. Like, Rhode smoke Island is literally, like, one of the heaviest like smoking the the states shop. I've been to. Like, every single person smokes weed, because everybody there is, like, you know, fisher. There was a lot of, when I was growing I up, there was a lot it. of fishermen and a lot of other guys, and they all just, you know, they were they were fishing for fish, sort of, but they were also fishing for a lot of so weed. What, back square in, groupers? Yeah, a lot of square groupers going on. Yeah, there was a lot of smuggling going on, and it was, like, Rhode Island was just, like, square groupers. Yeah, it was, like, literally, like, without knowing it, this little tiny island that I lived on was, like, one of, the, one of those hubs, you know, because people go out and, Pick up all their stuff, come back. No lobsters, lots of money. How that happened? <laughs> How did that work? You know? I
1: won't have any doings with those lobsters. That shit will kill you.
0: No real lobsters. Don't <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm definitely allergic. I got like 20 minutes to live if I encounter really? that shit. Cheap. Day-to-day. I don't know. When I
3: was there, they were talking about putting out water traps, and I thought they were talking about some, <laughs> some kind of new way to grow hydro. I had no clue they were talking about trapping lobsters. Way <laughs> too much salt in that water. No,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, you're the opposite tip. What part of New England was it? Rhode Island. That I was
3: in, Rhode Island. Oh, is it, oh yeah. Okay.
0: In uh, southern or you were just in Wakefield. You just went to see him. In
3: one spot. I was in Wakefield. Yeah, yeah, I was there specifically. Um, I was there specifically to be at the club for Fridays and then for Gene Traders on Sunday nights. So yeah, sure. I was in. I stayed in Narganiset, which was beautiful. But yeah, I spent all my time in Wakefield. That's where the club was. Yeah. So, but you can find Neva there for pretty much every event, especially on Fridays. Sweet. There, there.
0: They have a table there to help the veterans out. Yeah, he's done good. He's, he's uh, made that place amazing. Because when I, when, I saw when I first uh, when he first came in there, that movie theater was it, it's pretty interesting. Like in that town, you, you never imagine that uh, he he's pulled off what he's pulled off. I mean, he's had uh, you know Redman play there, all sorts of people. Like just you know, real big shows where you're like, if you start you start looking around the neighborhood, you're like this. Place has never seen anything like this in their life. You know? <laughs> Not in 100 years. No,
3: no. I don't know. Getting, high, getting <laughs> high and playing Mortal Kombat on the big on the big theater screen is pretty darn cool. Yeah, yeah. No, they definitely <laughs> – That was uh, a lot
0: of fun. They definitely uh, throw down there real well. Um, so what do you got next on the agenda? Are you going anywhere else or are you just kind of just taking care of business right now? Uh,
3: 420, I am going to be at uh, High Society Glass on 9th Street in Longmont. I'll be then in their show on 420. And second week of May, I'm gonna be out in California. I'm not sure exactly where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at a few places, but um, from there, I don't know because I got a lot of work I'm doing here. Sure. I got the on 420. I actually have a new strains that'll drop. Um, they'll be at seeds here now as well, and it's all the I'm doing a bunch of crosses to my old lady, which is 89 NL5 to the 90 Super Skunk. And so we have the Dorothy Fuldheim coming out that day, which will be fun. That's Buckeye Purple F6 to the old lady. And if you don't know who Dorothy Fuldheim is, you need to Google her because she was an old Buckeye lady. And everybody will get the joke if they Google Dorothy Fuldheim. Yeah. And uh, then we'll have the North, which is 89 NL5, the F4 garlic mother that I keep, and then the old lady, which is more 89 NL5 than Super Stug. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> the freebie that uh, Brothers Grimm and I are doing together for 420. I have an original cut from the first drop of um, Cindy. Uh, We call her the Grail Cut. I've had her, we've had her for about, I don't know, 15 years, whatever, from the very first drop. Mm -hmm. And we're going to hit her, I've hit her with the old lady, which is 89NL5 again in the Super Skunk. So we're going to have a nice freebie of crazy old Sensi in the old Grail, in the old Cindy, but you can only get it if you show up. At four twenty at Longmont. So. Cool.
0: There you go. You have some way to grab some people. Yeah. There. I know some people. On, yeah, Brothers Grimm will be the there. Brothers Grimm will
4: be
3: there as well. Vending. Yeah. Nice.
4: Nice. Yep. Yeah, yep, Brothers Grimm are making the full circle. They'll be there vending. They'll also have uh, in SoCal. Uh, I'll have their gear in uh, Santa Rosa and in Boston as well. So. Right on. <laughs> yeah, we're coast to coast, like butter and toast, baby.
3: Are you going to have all my stuff there too? Because I only heard Brothers Grimm in that sentence. Well, because, yes, I'll have all of your stuff except for that long
4: mark. I won't have that right. long, you know, be you long know,
3: mark. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're about a, Mel right that's now. That's just a laugh. That's just a laugh. <laughs>
4: That's the thing, you know. We, so so for, 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 for the chat room and whatnot, uh, somebody said that uh, Melvin X's space wasn't up. Um, so when I said that it dropped today, it really drops today. And so that means at 4.20, which Pacific time, which just happened uh, about 10 minutes ago, uh everything came up on site. So if uh you hop over there right now you can check all of our strains out and uh those are available for purchase.
1: Live in
4: available still at uh four twenty. We will definitely have them with us, but
3: uh we'll work yeah, it out. Please. We'll work it out. Yeah. We'll work it out. we we'll have stuff going for it. Yeah, people
4: have been very excited, so that's that's mm-hmm. good to hear.
3: And I'm excited. They're excited. I'm so happy. I'm just so happy that so many people have been able to find relief for something that I just did for my husband. It just, it's so gratifying. I heard so many wonderful stories when I was in Rhode Island from the vets. And it just, it's so humbling and and just, I don't know, it just makes you feel good to know that people can, you know, get up out of bed and do something that day because I took the time to grow some weed a few years ago. You know and,
4: then, and, then, and that's the people I try to work with the people who, they were, who do it out, out of necessity like not do that because of money they're did this because they had to their son has had autism or their, their has, has, has fibroids so they're doing it because they they, they they need to find relief and so you know they can't go to the store they can't they can't ask the local girl how to do it right. so they just you know they, 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 they do their product testing it like like kind of like you do on, 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 on your patients
3: Yeah, that's that's how you
4: have to. So that's that's,
3: uh, Well, most importantly, my husband had to get rid of his pain because you know your man's got to work. You know, I'm not going to have some man that don't work, right? I (laughs) had to put him him out. I had to put him out there. You know, to bring in the living, you couldn't do that without the weed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. full circle there. That's true. (sighs) So. uh... Anything, anything you need to... Uh, to impart to the show? Yeah, yeah, to bring into the fold before... Well, we you know,
1: while about. we're talking about things that are going on with patients, one of the patients I'm working with right now, she just had a double mastectomy last month, but we've been friends mm. for about 20 years. And there's going to be a fundraiser this Saturday night, uh, April 1st. It's called April Fool's Grass. It'll be at Globe Hall, which is at like 44th and Logan. Um, really cheap ticket good bluegrass show and it's for a great cause to help a really great lady she's been a big part of the community in Colorado her mom was an activist back in the 60s and 70s and you know um, it's just important to me get people out to support her um, so it's part of Gary and Survival Guides and it's called April Fool's Glass it's at Globe Hall Saturday night 7 p.m. to about midnight or so okay so this Saturday this is coming to so be like a silent option um, no, it's it's going to be a concert fundraiser for my friend. Um, yeah. So, you know, if if, if you want to support her, there's also a GoFundMe for her, um, for Gary and Vigil, and I can link it to that, like, on Facebook or something. But um, it's just, you know, I figured I'd throw it out there if people were sure. looking for something fun to do on Saturday night that would also be, you know, positive impact on somebody's life to help them out.
0: Sure, and on that same note, um, we're having here okay. on Sunday... Um, we're having a celebration of life for uh, little Noah, who passed away last Friday. Wow, um, he was on our show about two years ago, I think is when he first came on the show. We had him and uh, Joel and Ashley on the show, and unfortunately he didn't make it um, And this, uh, but, but this Sunday we're going to have uh, you know like a, here at the gallery so yeah. a celebration of life of him so if anybody wants to come through who knew him or knew us or just wants to come and you know support and it's again it, these guys are from these guys are from New Orleans um, you know they're going to take this in stride as far as like they, they know that Noah came for a reason um, he brought a lot of people together which you know a lot of a lot of these uh, cancer patient kids that unfortunately that don't get make it through because of the situation you know maybe just it, was, you know, it wasn't their time or whatever it's, but it's it hard would, it's, it's as tough as it is um you know we try to make an inspiration out of it and that's what this whole thing's going to be about so if you're in town come through it was also hoping that a bunch of people were coming from noco you know and it's just like uh it's uh you know as tough as it is we, we we actually prayed for him at the uh peyote ceremony because it was the night after which was a, made that whole peyote ceremony a little bit more meaningful too because it was like oh, okay sure. you know we got our, more reasons he to be here than that and uh yeah Noah's a good kid he was a real warrior and uh you know we're gonna have Joel, him, the family, and like I said, they're all from Louisiana. So they, I told him, I said, I'm gonna get you a band. I gotta get you a band to come through. We gotta do a real New Orleans style, you know, awesome. proper. So hopefully we can get that together. So if you guys are full in town, March, full March, you know. Mm-hmm. So that come sounds- on through, help us out here at the So High, which is 2209 Welton, 3:33 p.m. Uh, is the starting time. Cool, good
1: yeah. to know. Yeah, there I you. I just lost another patient last week too, and you know, it's it's so weird. I mean, sometimes you feel like you're almost really in touch with Uh this where Sunday afternoon, as my friend who I've known again for like 15 years and a good lifelong friend who, you know, has had problems and been been with the VA and taken a ton of the medications from there and I think that led to him having a heart attack and his heart muscle being weakened. But uh, on Sunday while I was out doing errands, I looked at some stuff and I uh, thought, is this, you know, is it time to buy these ingredients because is this patient, Mark, my friend, Is it time to make him his next batch? And I was like, No, no, it's about two weeks too soon. He'll call me in about ten days. But I like actively looked at and thought about the ingredients to make the thing that I specifically make for him. Mm-hmm. And it was as he was as his wife partner was trying to get him to the to the hospital to, wow. the, to the ER, and he got him to the first ER out where we live. It's very rural, yeah. and then um, they put him on flight for life, and you know that wow. was that was it. And yeah. it, you know it's fleeting. Mm. I mean, this person was only in his fifties. It's not, you know, we're not talking about somebody really elderly. Too. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's like, uh, you know, and and, and this was the, the, you know, not to go to any put any damper on anything, but the whole shitty part was is that the Parker police that came or to to the scene because he it was a classic too, where Joel they didn't have the vehicle wasn't really working good. Um you know, every kind of their phones were turned off at that moment. Right. So everything was up against them. Like, and then th- when the police arrived, they questioned whether the kid had possibly gotten into some of, into some of the grow food and maybe poisoned himself. And they're like, you know, this is way beyond that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and then he kind of made them do it. Made them show him the paperwork and show him all the plants, while the there this situation he was on, oh my you know, god you know oh, phone, you're kidding that, and, and and wouldn't let him follow the wouldn't let him follow the ambulance and that's like
1: yeah come, no this is on, this is, on, is what people. this come is on. this is what's wrong with our society we've mm. lost our way for compassion right and we've so, lost our way to be the <clears> so
0: that was you know one of those situations where it's like really you know that that's the that's that's the, because you see plants you know first in the cop said when he walked in his Oh, I could get high just walking in here, you know? It was like that's that's not the situation you're here for right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. And and of course they wanted not DV. to do protect. No, not at all.
1: No, and, and I mean when you're calling for help for a pediatric medical emergency, there's only one priority. Exactly. And that's getting help for a child.
0: Right. Right.
1: You, you know, know, no matter and every second
0: counts, you know. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh
1: I, yeah. I mean <clears throat> I get frustrated by Thank how how our our prejudices prevent us from Focusing on really always putting the the best interests and best needs of children first. Well, as
0: growers, as and, you know, we're like we're always scared to, you know, maybe you know answer the door or deal with you know pub- <laughs> deal with public <laughs> <or> understatement. Deal- <laughs> so so when when there's a situation and the sit, you know they have to come into your like I love it when paramedics are real. You know what I mean? Like they don't give a fuck. They walk right. in the room, they see the situation, they know what's up. It's always the cop that walks in after who's like oh what's going on here you know and fucking that's <laughs> the guy who fucking doesn't have the heart usually it's like so paramedics always you know they understand the situation usually i mean there's very few times where they'll come in and not do their job but you know this is you know that the police are they, that's the ones that need to be retrained as not not just on like the most obvious stuff but they need to be trained just how to be real people you know what i mean that's wow. like 100 uh, percent
1: I, I could tell a story that I'm going to not tell here because it just would make me kind of go off on a fucking rant and a half, but uh, I won't have any fucking doings <laughs> some fucking help.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's just... it's It's Never. it's uh, it's just crazy, though, because we definitely have had that, like, you know, you're always, like, nervous about your, your your situation because regardless of plant counts and all that kind of bullshit, it's just it's privacy, you know what I mean? It's like your house. That's your space. Right. And so... Uh, you know, when when confronted with with any kind of authority, it's like automatically we get into this weird, you know, weird. Well, zone. I think
1: there's there's a like I meet younger people who are coming into the scene, and a lot of them are great fucking people, but they they make me uncomfortable because they don't have a proper Nancy Reagan era mm-hmm. level of paranoia, right? And I'm just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Because it's just right. it's
0: like, wait, 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 let me Instagram that real quick. Hold on. You know, you're like, what? I mean, you for
1: years do? you know that I was this cheesecake lady and I traveled all around the country, all over from coast to coast, selling edibles on the D D D L. And mm-hmm. I would never let anybody use my real fucking name. Oh god, no. And I would never let anybody take a picture of me. And I mean this is back like before my space. I was like, No. When people first just had cell phones, I was like Hell to the fucking no. BMS. I would just not ever. Well, you know what I'm saying. It's like. But before any vague vague legalization or fake legalization or quasi legalization like we have today, you know, your whole thing was like, yeah, people got to know who you are and that you're providing this really good product. You know, I put my picture on my logo in like two. 2001 because amateurs and imposters were making knockoff cheesecakes and I wasn't having it You know, I was like hell no I had a brand and a logo and everything for years before it was an opportunity to do so and at the same time I was never like oh god there's no I didn't have a real name there was no Jessica you know that was just not even a real person like maybe 25 people on the planet knew Mm -hmm. my real name And everybody else was just like, hey, cheesecake. And I'd be like, I knew all their names, Mm -hmm. but I was like raised, like, I mean, I remember riding my bike to go get a money order to send away from an advertisement in high times to get the Emperor's New Clothes book. And it was a buy one, get one free deal. And this Ed Rosenthal grow book came with it as a freebie. And in the back of this book, there was like this section and it was like, if you don't want to go to jail... Don't fuck somebody's husband or wife. Like only break one law at a time. There were like all these really great life lessons in that fucking book. And I read that book when I was like maybe, you know, in 1988, 87, like 13, 14, 15 years old. And it was like I internalized that shit. I was raised on that. Like that was the nipple that my older brother and his friends like gave me to suckle on to teach me how to be a junior drug dealer and, you know, how to fucking act right and that the the dollar fucking always stops with you, you know, like you're the fucking end of the line and I see all these young kids and they never were raised that way and they were never, like, worried that they were going to lose their car over a fucking seed and they just act the fool and I have, like, very low patience for
3: it. You know, in some ways, though, we should be happy that they don't have to be as afraid as we were, that they don't have to hide like we did. We should be happy that they have a little bit of... You know, freedom that we didn't enjoy, but I dig exactly what you're saying. There's the need that I won't allow to come around because their mouths don't stop. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, I mean, I still think there's a chance to get busted from people running their mouth, and it's important people know not yeah. to do that. I mean, I remember, yeah. I had a, I had a blonde wig, and I would wear this wig to take the bus from one town to another town to get on another bus <laughs> to go to the grocery store, get one piece of equipment, and bring it back to my closet. And be like. We'll never know. But, you know, what I mean, like like on one bus to the another, I'm changing from my blonde wig back to my natural black hair. And, I mean, what was, like, 22-year-old fake blonde with black? I mean, I probably just looked like an average Mexican from the west side of Denver, but um, it was you know, pretty insane <laughs> with my blonde wig and my, you know, just, like, I would have like these clothes That would be like Make me look like I was like bigger and fatter And like I would be trying To be in disguise And like There's something about Those memories That's kind of cherished now You know As a middle aged person To know that like You know It was I don't know I mean it was There was a little bit of fun in it Sure And at the same time You know It's it's hard to respect Some kid who thinks He's a master grower If if he didn't even own a wig Motherfuckers <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry, that was funny. No, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, dude, you never <laughs> yeah, even owned a
1: wig From wearing to the grocery store, yeah, right? right. No, How can I respect the struggle's that? Struggles
0: not real anymore. That's for sure. I mean, when it comes to, uh, you know, the struggles, like they're out of wax
3: on fucking Tuesday or something. Like, fuck! I got no wax for my. Pants. We also had to, be a little, we had to be a little different. We had to be a little different too, because we were women in an outlaw market. So we had to disguise ourselves. But see, I never had to do things differently to be safe. Men in an outlaw market is one thing, girls in an outlaw, totally different. And to go by yourself, we had to be safe. To do it by yourself
1: without a husband or a boyfriend is definitely, it freaks dudes out. I mean, I I can tell you someone whose name I will not mention because she loves fame too much. First thing she ever said Mm -hmm. when I met her was, Well, where's your man? I was like, well, I was fucking this dude a couple months ago. I think he disappeared to do cocaine down in Tampa, and I'm not remissing him at all. But you know, I know your husband, and I don't want to fuck him. Like, you know, I'm I'm here to talk about business. Let's let's get down and sell some shit. And uh, you know, it's like I you I love her. It, it's just I'm horrible, but I'm honest. You know, and I mean, I'm, no, no, I
4: love it. I love it. You're you 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 you're no bullshit.
1: You're no, there important. is there's nobody gets a free pass. No one." You got a free ride once, maybe, and have you better a, fucking a, cherish that shit.
4: No, we ride for free.
1: No, or just, no, the truth gets said about everybody. If if you're a fuck, you're going to get called a fuck.
0: That's for sure. If you're in the room, I 100% guarantee it. I guarantee
1: it. I'll just march right up and be like, you're a fuck. You're a fuck. Sometimes you're kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you're all right. All right. Mark's well, okay.
4: Come to after parties with me because uh, the show after party sucks. so you would be fun to go with. <laughs>
1: But what fun would it be, basically, it's like, okay, that's not as much fun as it looks to other people to have to be the person who calls the fuckers fucks. You know, basically, it's a heavy burden, James. You, You don't understand. I mean, I could teach you. I could teach you a keen sense of immediate, like... Like, there's certain things that are just a dead giveaway. When a man's wearing shoes that look like they're desperate, like, like when a, you know what fuck-me pumps look like for a woman, James? There's shoes like that for oh, a oh man. Yeah. And when you see a man wearing that, you just know, fuck. Like, you know, there's certain gimmies. <laughs> Every
0: guy's like, what? Wait a minute. What am I wearing for my shoes?
1: Gym yeah. shoes. Gym shoes. <laughs> you got to always be. You I, have, I don't, have don't care. My I have, I have three, three life rules. Three life rules. Mm. And the second life rule is never. Ever, ever, ever leave your house without shoes? You could run from the cops. Always, always. Drugs. Drugs. Yeah. We're never going to get to the point where I'm not running from them motherfuckers. No, <laughs> I will never wear high heels. I was gonna say you're not wearing those pumps. Shoes. You're not wearing those pumps. No, look at I've got some great gym shoes. They match this outfit. Very nice. Very nice.
0: America. You need to see these shoes. Look at
1: that, They're America. Right. America, wow. see those. America. <laughs> look at
0: that. I'm ready to run, motherfuckers. <laughs> always ready to <laughs> oh. run. <laughs>
3: what are you looking for your wendy williams shoe cam there you need a wendy you know you oh, never i don't mind. know wendy i love wendy <laughs> <laughs> can we
4: talk
3: can we talk yeah yeah say it like you mean it exactly. yeah yeah we yeah talk. say it like you mean it <laughs>
1: so, oh, james, you do, so james are we even allowed are we allowed to
0: talk it. about this big announcement you're posting out there on the show or what's what? the deal
1: that, What's the, I, an see I see you posting. I see you posting here,
0: like, oh, okay. What
1: is he doing? Is he chatting?
0: announcements? Are we announcing something? Is that? Is that? He's building it? the something suspense. I,
4: I, no, somebody just asked about if the ADSI was at 420, and I said it wouldn't no, be on
0: 420. It's but, definitely but, not a 420. Uh, that's something that you gotta you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, do. It's definitely not 420. We're 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 Uh-oh. getting the details. Let's let's get the details wrapped up before we announce the, the big giant announcement. But no, <laughs> don't worry about it. Nobody's <laughs> gonna miss Ad Z. No one's gonna miss that. i this I'm April.
1: receiving provocation. And from, we will send invitations out two. this year as
0: we always do. We have
1: on the. Text messaging He says these glasses make me look high as fuck
4: uh, yeah, uh, that's what I said. I said. I said, I said, we're dotting the i's and crossing and crosses the t's. But, but, we'll have and the, he, he uh, told me to you tell know, you the shit right talk
1: tonight. I told him about Gemma. But I was being nice about that, and I, I was refraining from shit. You know, he, you're doing
0: good. You're good. I was proud.
1: I'm, I'm proud. You were you. proud of me, were I you? am
0: proud of you. You see, I, I,
1: I supr- he, because I, because there's people who need to be shit talked more There's a thing called professionalism
0: in this world. We have to be professional. A yeah. bit. It's, This right.
4: much, like, This I like just can't shoot out attack crap king anymore. I have to do it around the corner. You can't. You have to be professional.
0: Gotta
1: be, gotta be. What you you pooped on the corner? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, no, I, I missed I, a few adjectives I, I, I in I there. I can't just attack Crop King. Oh, um, Crop, Crop King! I thought you said Crap King. I didn't know what that was.
0: Uh, you can do whatever well, you want. The same you can, thing. They're you similar. Can, but... You can you can attack Crop King if you want. They don't sponsor the show. I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know just, that. I'm just sick of him
4: uh, stealing other people's plants and making s ones and telling them like he's. It he, he, he has no, a blueberry And we, it has your hay We, we a, all know that You want to go
0: directly To the breeder You go to C2 now And then you get your shit Directly from the breeder Because all you are Is that guy To facilitate us And make us all happy well, we he, know,
1: He's the technology brain He's the technology shit. Exactly That scares
0: me Yeah that does scare me too When he serves, when put it that, with way. that <laughs> I need help shit I I'm the proxy. Just I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the proxy. I'm just the guy in the middle.
3: He's the nexus.
0: You're the nexus of this crew, basically.
3: It's uh, all very exciting. He's the meat in the sandwich.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but uh,
4: but uh, so earlier we were talking about how last year uh, most of Oregon went to, uh, went to mold. Um, I know that uh, one of the nice things about Mel Strange is they're generally 50 to 58 days. Um, somebody had brought up in the chat room about Lambo. Mm-hmm. So I just figured uh, we we never get you to talk about anything. Do you take, give us the background on Lambo.
0: Did, didn't we start that and not finish it a couple shows ago or something like that? Wasn't there like a half Lambo story presented, I believe? Um, I, yeah, I did, because I remember telling you about Turkey Boy. But this kid came over to uh, Amsterdam, I think it was in 2001 or two. I believe, the first time. And he was basically, it was like the train wreck craze basically hit and so he had he brought some e32 <laughs> he brought the e32 arcade train wreck cut over gave it to me then and um at the same time he was uh kept talking about lambo 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 and i was like or, or, who's called rambo sorry it was rambo originally so it's rambo 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 and i was like what the fuck is this rambo and he he lived in jamaica for about four or five years and he was uh obviously little white dread kid you know running around trying to snag genetics everywhere he could um and he had this and the funny thing is because of course there the most of the distribution is done by taxi drivers and kind of that angle because it's all tourist oriented shit so he would he would basically you know pick up the best weed from his taxi driver guy who would go drive up to orange you know to the to the the spots in the grill, that would be pretty much the inner circle of growing there or whatever, and everybody there was they just called this shit the most wanted, because everybody wanted it. fucking, they wanted that weed so it's like, the most wanted, the most wanted so, you know, strain wise, I have fucking no idea, it basically just came to me as bags of most wanted, and this other thing, which was called Nine Month Skunk and uh, so we brought these seeds (laughs) to Amsterdam um, and we, he also brought uh, an afghan from NorCal and so he kind of brought all the ingredients there. We worked on it from 2001 to 2003 and had it in the cup in 2004, I believe it was, first time. And it was um, uh, leaned heavy on that most wanted strain. The most wanted strain was actually like something where I felt like, okay, this has definite, like, I mean, it felt like an N-O-5 kind of vibe because it was just like the miracle plant. Like, oh, you know, the N-O-5 (laughs) haze or something. It was like, okay, this thing just – whatever you hit it with, it seems to fucking – it produces. Um, And then the nine-month skunk was all yield. You know, it was like the plant that actually took a shitload of time down there because most stuff would flower instantly, and it would just be this little popcorn nug bud. So, like, down there, they didn't really want pure indicas because it just didn't work. You couldn't grow grow a super fast plant in in Jamaica because – you don't have any veg time there, hardly. So, they so this thing was big. It wasn't skunky like it wasn't a, it wasn't a skunk number one. Uh, it was definitely more raw, but it was a big enough plant that it actually produced like ye- weight down there. So um, and we crossed that with the so we crossed those two together for two for three generations, and then we crossed that with the Afghan, which they called Super Afghan, came from NorCal and. Um, that was just super mold resistant and that's why it was called Rambo because it was like a perfect outdoor plant. You could just throw them down. If it if if a branch broke, it would like repair itself almost, you know, and just kind of keep going, didn't give a shit. It was like one of those plants you couldn't – it was the opposite of some of the plants you get now. You get like, oh, gee, you put it outside and fuck it, and it's a nightmare. You know, the plant can hardly hold itself up, you know. And this thing was like the – down there in Jamaica they were growing it because the most the most wanted was the one that that just kind of was a local thing but um, that nine month skunk was uh, Dutch guys living in in uh, Jamaica for 15 years 20 years so they basically that strain was uh, so I don't think any of them came you know obviously it wasn't like Jamaican strains as far as like oh yeah this comes from some land raised Jamaican those are like for sure brought down there, worked down there, and then brought to Holland and worked in Holland. And so it just turned out to be one of those plants that was so mold resistant that we were calling it Rambo. And Then Ram- then we got a cease and desist letter from Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> so it was probably one of the first guys with the seed company getting cease and desist. So they're like, you can't call this Rambo, you know what I mean? And I was like, fuck, like, I already had packaging made and everything done. That was my first, uh, the first year we did it, We came out with the most obvious shit where it was like, you know, you grew first bud, you know, of course, cause that was it. The tagline's done. You grew first bud Rambo. This shit's flying off the shelf. People were loving it. Cease and desist. So we called it Lambo because we're hood Lambs. So I was like, okay, well I'll kind of throw the Lambo in there. Then all of a sudden I realized, well that's fucking Lamborghini. Isn't it? It's not, now it'll be the next guys who come down the fucking pipeline. Like <laughs> you can't call it Lambo, you know? So, but up until now, no cease and desist for that one. And, uh, it's it, one thing so it's, i was that a packs
4: produce?
0: yeah you know, for sure in the beginning um interesting i have tried to find some for you that might be that, that might be good for your Oxen, auction Oxen Auction. Sure. but um you know, in general it was uh it was one of those plants that when you when you grew it it kind of has that there's almost no red hair like no hair at all on it it's kind of like just very pods like small pods and a very lime greenish color the original that, that not, not so much the plants nowadays but the first two the the breeders that we took that nine-month skunk was like and uh uh that pod kind of like almost like super skunk but it was back in the day where it never it didn't grow these big long hairs or long calyxes they were just very podule. nice nice plant one of my one it of my- finishes
4: in what 50 days
0: 50, to, yeah, around the 50, 55, you know, so it's kind of like, it's, it's in that same range as what you were talking about there, Mel, okay. which is like, you know, some people need that, they have to have that, that speed, that speed to make it work.
4: Oregon coast, uh, Washington coast, you know? Yeah, otherwise
0: you just um, end up okay. with, with a, a field of gray dreams, <laughs> just kind <gonna>, of <just laughs> fall, <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> what do you mean?
4: we going to blow it all. I've never heard about it, Harry Mildred. we going to blow it all.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all nasty.
0: So, um, what else we got going on? So, yeah. Um, well, final thoughts from anybody out there? What are we? What are we thinking? Where we looking? We got about, yeah, we were down. We're down to the wire-ish right? a couple minutes. Like five, five minutes, whatever. Um, so James, <laughs> where, where are you physically going to be located in the next uh, month? April, because it's, no. it's a big month. It's a big month. Uh, There's a big month coming up. Everybody's everywhere.
1: Hey, hey.
4: So it looks like we're going to uh, we start in uh, Salem this weekend for the 1st and the 2nd at the THC Carnival or the THC Fair. Um, then we, uh, we end up um, April 15th. There is another show. There's a judging event in California. April 20th, uh, I'm going to take half the team and we're going to go down to Santa Rosa for Canicon. And then uh, April 20th, I'm also sending Tyler and her team back to Boston. For their new, uh, their new hemp fest or their new uh, 420 rally. And then, of course, um, 428 sees us in Merced, California doing a show there.
0: Yeah.
4: And uh, that's April.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's not bad so for far, April. A lot of people show. I know are just, you know, 15 different spots this month. So that's not too bad for you, uh,
1: considering.
0: Hey. Right. Uh, and, Mel, you already kind of told us, but I might as well reiterate it. Huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm at oh, 420. I'm at uh, High Society Glass in Longmont nice in Colorado where they're vending their show. That's the next thing I'm doing. And then after that, I'm not sure.
4: But you'll always be available at futurenow.com.
3: Always. 24-7, always 24/7. 24-7. Always
0: available.
3: James Hustles. Oh, yeah, very always hard. available at futurenow.com. Sorry. Yeah, futurenow.com. Sorry. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm not allowed to mention any of the other places. That's right.
0: No, no not. <laughs>
3: here
0: comes the torch. Um, I'm sorry. Well, cool. I'm glad to, glad to get you guys on the show, and uh, was it real fun? Obviously, James Down this last weekend, uh, and uh, more to come with that, I'm sure. So,
4: yeah. So, 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 so before you set the uh, table on fire there with the torch,
0: yeah. uh,
4: I, I definitely want to tell you, uh, tell everybody thank you for coming out to the show. I appreciate you and Cece coming down and doing the uh, meeting with the Native Americans with me. Um, I definitely appreciate the chat room for uh, hanging out and, and, and staying up today. You know, it's a Thursday show, so uh, much love to them. Um, and uh, thanks to uh, Mel for getting on with me at the last minute.
3: Um, oh, thanks, for, thanks for asking me. I appreciate it.
4: No no, no problem. I like, uh, I like working with the good people that seem to be doing the right things, and that's what you seem to be doing. Although we mm-hmm. had to be on the show with Jessica. Uh, what the front, fuck?
1: So he's,
0: okay. Wow he's tearing you up <laughs> She's today. doing
1: the right thing <laughs> Dude you're all like here's where I'm going to be partying On 420 I'm like you want to know where I'm going to be next On Wednesday at, at like 9 in the morning I'll be at a senate hearing about a bill To revoke the Except governor's bill on a tax force So you know y- Y'all can go party and do dabs I'm going to be at the capitol trying to make a difference So that's to
0: get rid of them huh to, 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 yeah, to, uh, to, dismantle. to send
1: bitch boy Bolton packing Nice I like to hear that
0: Yes. See that sounds like a fun one Bolton. to go to finally
1: That's my nickname for him He replaced Andrew Freeman who became a cannabis industry um, consultant After he wrote the bill to um, bitch fuck us all down to 12 plants And now this other guy Bolton got the bill to punted to him And he has to be the representative for it But it's like how can you be under 30 And be such a douche as to try to kick cannabis in the cunt Right. This is just not right
4: that's so that's his trade name. If anyone really was name a strain bitch boy Bolton, you know, I think that'd go that'd go far. It better be pitiful, shrivelly,
1: <laughs> and not pro- not produce anything of note. There
4: you go. Yeah, just just, just be herm. I'll stay herm.
1: Just Do, some, if you uh, want to work yeah. for Hick and Looper, you you probably are a herm. Yeah.
0: Herman Looper. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Well, thanks, guys. I'm gonna be uh, here, I think, for 420. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing yet. Um. Dope magazine apparently doing some sort of mini cup in town here, so probably mm-hmm. help him out.
1: Oh no. That was jazz hands.
0: That was jazz hands? Okay, yeah, good job. Fucking <laughs> nice. Uh...
3: Well, you're not gonna come visit me. You're not gonna come visit me at my very first show ever in Colorado. At the Long in Lown,
0: longmont? I don't know. It's a tough it's a tough call for me on four twenty. I I'm I'm waiting for the highest bidder right now. Here's like, come on. News you flesh. need Adam at your show, four twenty. You just give me a call. The biggest problem with four twenty highest bidder. <laughs> driving.
1: I I'll bring you a beer Work and a pack of high. cigarettes.
3: I quit smoking
0: beer Work I quit smoking high. Quit smoking and don't drink beer, so there you go. Yeah. Did it all.
3: He's pure.
0: I'm pure now. I only do. Right Ask James. Ask James. Um. Well, this was actually a really good show. I'm glad to get you guys on here. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll definitely get you back. And if you're if you're coming up through, you're gonna be dri- driving through Denver. So uh, on your way to a long so maybe you you should actually come see us. How's that? How's that, Mel? Hey, how about challenge? that? I'll be there at How's 7 that o'clock in the morning. Will you be awake and yes. ready? <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, I will. No, but we
4: should probably get a good Tommy to be there, too, you know? No, you and Tommy are good friends.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, Tommy's my friend, so he'll be there, and I think Top Dog is maybe going to be there. JJ's
0: coming to town? Oh, nice. Perfect.
3: Well, I'm I sure. Thought, I'm not sure. I we thought I heard that he was going to be at Longmont, but I might be wrong. I'll see
0: you at the dinner after yeah, that. I'll I'll, I'll, we'll all go to the dinner after when you guys come down to, to Denver for dinner, obviously. Because right there you go. Yeah, sounds all good. Right. Yeah, meet tornado. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> thanks to the chat gang for coming through. Uh, strong this time, it looks like. Lots of activity in the chat gang. Uh, thanks to KTI for like uh, making it to the other side of the mountain and MTI making it make the sound sound good. Soapman in the corner talking all the time in my I couldn't believe I couldn't can't believe you talk so much during the show. Um, and of course, Cheesecake Lady, Jessica LaRue for coming through like the like the woo, like the rue coming through like the rue. LaRue. La that's room. good <laughs> what You don't even know what i'm talking about uh, but yeah, are you saying
1: it... wu-tang clan ain't nothing sa- to fuck with that's what i'm saying yeah indeed it the,
0: is la, Ru- la, la ru-tang clan it's hard to say <laughs> uh but thanks for keeping us up to date <laughs> with what for the, the keeping us updated and uh this time wasn't so scary because it feels like we're even though we know it all stayed there they're trying to fuck us right now it's kind of like now at least we know everyone exposed themselves. So right. like, now
1: we know who the backstabbers are. Exactly. And who we should basically not give any more funding or right. legitimacy to.
0: I believe so. I think I think we're 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 able to beat all this shit as long as we all work together.
1: And I want to, to also drop. I have a couple other exciting things. I'm doing for twenty weeks. The CDPHE has their retail science committee and their medical science advisory panel, both having meetings on the seventeenth and eighteenth. So basically, I think that's all very. Um, intricately timed so they can put out some bad news warnings right in time for 420 for the of course. spin. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I'm going to go there and try to put a kibosh on that and be a total nuisance to them. Nice. nice. It's a good plan.
0: Well, cool. We can <coughs> get back on the show later after that. Update us with that. And uh, yeah. We'll
1: and keep... I'll keep you up to date on what the little bitches are doing. Nice.
0: Nice. Uh, see you guys all next week. Have a good one. Peace.
1: Bye, America.
0: Du, 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 du. I don't like Practically every one of the
2: top forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own
4: hidden we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja We want you to smoke the real thing We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana Some call it sensimedia Some call it lamb's bread And some people call it, call it
2: ganja You are KPI, um, so all oh, yeah. yeah, we're good Yeah, I tried, I tried the, the
0: So I did those two, and those are the only two I know about.